0: or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense
1: of Investing. Member SIPC. I would love to heckle Jim Morrison by yelling Can you well, imagine him at 78,
2: he's still wearing leather pants and <laughs> Yell, like a
1: leather bird. jacket and he's all drunk.
3: Well, he only missed by 61 years.
1: <laughs> you know, there was someone else today that had a, what was it, a .48? Yeah, 51, sir. A .48 alcohol level. Can you get that from drinking... And he was walking and talking.
2: Can you get that from drinking beer alone? Or what was it? A point point four point
3: four eight. Eight. Oh, my God. You're supposed I to be... I don't think you could. You're supposed you have to be dead. I don't think you could drink enough beer. So
2: what do you think? He must have had like a... Like, what, clear. I don't know. Uh, yes,
3: something like that. Or, or a... You know, I mean, even a fifth, of wh- if you drink a fifth of whiskey, it wouldn't be and that Plus, high.
2: wouldn't the beer, if you were drinking that much beer, wouldn't there's so much water in beer, wouldn't it sort of, almost, yeah, that's amazing. I, wonder I
1: mean, if- he should be dead. Well, Seriously. Just, wouldn't I you mean- like to
2: have him on and just ask him what he drank to get there?
1: <laughs> He's probably still drunk.
2: Well, we'll wait until he sobers up. Maybe, Maybe a like- couple
3: bottles of vodka or I'll something. I'll reach out to
2: Gaten's about getting him on.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We do, have,
4: <laughs>
2: we do have Adam Haluska calling in at 9.30. We're talk hoops. And then I've got Devin Hilson. Um, Tyler's set it up, and he's got our number. Devin Hilson is going to call in at 10 in between Great. class. He's not missing any class for this, So, and I'm going to test him on his North High history knowledge. We got a call?
1: Hi, well, hold on. Hawk Fanatic brought to you by Dr. Lance right. Forbes, Diamond Donald, Cedar Rapids, the Oxio Kid, and the Amana's Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hertie and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Big Dog Satellite, Internet, and Solar. Don't call at 800 number. Call Kevin and his crew at Big Dog. A Premier Dish, authorized retailer at 338-6600. Suple's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS. GT Car and his screw at Suple Siding and Remodeling. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. And Patrick Eads and everyone... On Mormon Trek, at Jerry Brothers, Ford, Lincoln. Hello.
0: I got to say that song that Captain C played, that was the best song that he played ever. Yeah, okay. The Red
3: Rocker and yeah. Pat's got it towards the bottom of his list. I yeah. rest
2: my case. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> I've got to reconsider.
2: <laughs> Are we doing menus right now out of the gate? That
1: was the best song ever that he did. God, All right, that he'll use he'll yeah. use
2: you as part of his evidence team. Are we <laughs> yeah. doing we'll menus never, right now?
3: <laughs> we'll never play this song again. <laughs> yeah. That sounded like kind of like a Foreigner song. Fall
2: right in love again. I hate Foreigner. You guys don't like Foreigner, do you? I, I, yeah. I've been waiting. Isn't that Foreigner? Hot-blooded, huh? hot blooded, check it and see.
3: I, li- I liked Lou
2: Graham. I thought what if it was they would have said, song. I got a fever of 104? That wouldn't you know, have worked Then, it, there as well. have then it doesn't rhyme. I know, yeah. and it wouldn't have worked. You think no. that would have crushed that song? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Double vision, yes. isn't that more foreigner? Yes. Yeah. I got, they got, they're hot-blooded, they got double vision, and they got a temperature of 103.
1: Yeah. So and the blood, got, alcohol, had, blood alcohol. I or, think they got COVID. I was going to say they had COVID before it was <laughs> yeah. around. Is it
2: too early know. for that? It probably is too early for COVID, Joe. Probably so, so. Take that back, yeah. Sitter.
3: I, I take it back.
2: All right. Is, is, is he still on? I don't
3: care. I'm, so, I'm still
2: I'm I'm So, you go, Pat, read howardy. the menus. Read the menus, yeah. and then we'll...
0: Well, yeah. today, for the I, today for the Iowa City yeah. Schools, they'll be having cheese, personal pan pizza. Mmm. Yeah. Steamed no brown meat. rice. They
2: put an ingredient on steamed it?
0: Steamed green beans, and a fortune cookie. <laughs> today <laughs> for the
1: Iowa... Today for the junior high school, where does the fortune cookie come in?
0: Bonnie (laughs) Reynolds dropped them off. (laughs) Today for the junior high schools in Iowa City, they'll be having cheese, cheese personal pan pizza, yeah, steamed brown rice, steamed green beans, diced pears, and a fortune cookie.
1: Really, steamed. Today for
0: Burlington (laughs) Iowa elementary School, they'll be having mini corn dogs. With baked beans, garden, garden salad, diced pears, and peas. Does Burlington Matrina not Burlington Iowa Middle Schools, my daughter would be crack. having mini corn dogs with baked beans, garden salad, diced, diced pears, and peas? Burlington High School and Burlington Notre Dame, Nike's mini corn dogs, baked beans, garden salad, diced pears, and peas. And for Regina Catholic School, hamburger with bun broccoli, and assorted fruit. And that's the lunch minis on Hawks Fanatic on the Mighty 1630,
2: KCJJ. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Justin. Right out of the gate. Get hey, it. Got it done early.
1: You're Hawks Fanatic. I got, I got your,
2: <laughs> your website correct. It's not plural today. I got one question, though, for the – can't they put one ingredient on the pizza?
1: When the hell did the fortune Evidently cookie not. come – Maybe Why are you like a fortune cook?
2: they can't put like a pepperoni or just something. Yeah, I don't they have do anything against, te- I like cheese pizza, but whenever I eat it, I'd like. I, I want meat on I it. I want something on it. Yeah, Maybe yeah. just a, a, a mushroom
3: or. I mean, a good cheese pizza. I can, I can eat I can and eat, enjoy.
2: But don't you usually when you're eating it? Man, this. Would oh be yeah, I get yes, no. I, had I, had I always it. get meat on. No, yeah, but
3: right. it doesn't mean I, I dislike cheese pizza because yeah, I, I dislike. I will negate your vote. Okay, let's hear. Let's.
2: Twelve inch pepperoni mushroom, pass on the mushroom. Six inch six chicken wings, from a particular pizza place that's v- very respected here. Guess with delivery the price, with a three dollar tip. Uh, Twelve inch thin crust two ingredient pizza with six
1: chicken wings.
3: Uh, fifteen dollars. Uh, uh
1: twenty three. Keep going. Yeah. Wow. Uh,
3: twenty seven. Keep going. Thirty. Thirty. For six wings and a 12-inch
2: pizza? Thin crust with two ingredients. It was 27, and then I said through it, and and we won't name the place. And it was good. I mean, I got two meals out of the pizza. I ate probably two-thirds of it that night, and then the next day I had it for lunch. But still, 30. That's And the chicken wings were not good for this place. They were, you could tell they'd been sitting around for a while. The sauce was all. So, yeah, I keep coming back. You know, I'm an idiot because it tastes so good, but, man, it's
3: expensive. To start with a V? No,
1: but I got, you know, they were good. I got, uh, we got two dozen uh, wings and an order of fries from the vine, and it was $36, $37. You
2: you told us that story a week ago. Mine happened last night. (laughs) I'm up to date. You're festering in past (laughs) history. No, mine was two nights ago. I'm sorry, two nights ago. We
3: did Burger Hall a couple nights ago.
2: What'd you get? I
3: got the tenderloin and um, cheese curds. Fried yeah. cheese curds, and Anne got the uh, bacon cheeseburger and fries. Yeah, I want to
1: get the it's onion delicious. Strings. Those onion strings are
3: great. They don't have those for delivery.
1: Oh, probably wouldn't hold up.
3: Pro- probably not. Yeah. Well, that's the only problem with some of the delivery things. They don't. The yeah. f- fries don't typically hold up very well.
2: No, they don't. And tater tots do a little better. Yeah, there's just some things you can't get delivery-wise. Yep. You just can't. I mean, pizza can survive. Plus, the other thing with pizza, you can always throw it in the oven if it's a little, if it, um, but, but no, it was good. I just was, I'm always stunned when they read me that price off, you know, because they also charge you for delivery. I get it. There's mm-hmm. an extra four or five, but still, I mean, I mean, it was. That's, that's enough. It's a lot. It's just something I just can't get in the habit of doing. And, but then that's why you say to yourself, you try to get two meals out of it. So I did get a dinner and a lunch out of that pizza. So I'd say, you know, that's... I'm not a big yeah, lunch. I don't like eating pizza at, 11, at noon, though. I'm, pizza for me is usually 8 o'clock or later. I'm not a, I've been that way all my life. Just, I mean, or I can eat it the next morning, you know, if it's cold in the refrigerator. Yeah. But I'm just not someone who eats pizza for lunch. Are you, can you do that? Can Ab- absolutely you, yeah, I just have never me been too. able to do that.
3: Could eat the whole thing. And see, my dad, was, <laughs> my dad
2: was not a pizza person at all. Yeah. Isn't that weird? My dad was not. He just never thought it was a meal. He thought pizza was something you do, like, at a park. I don't remember us ever having pizza as a meal. As, a, as You know, now that
1: you say that, I don't remember that either.
2: We never did. I mean, we'd do it if we had people over on a Friday night at t- or something, but never did we have pizza as a meal. My had my would, friend's house. My dad said it was silly. He goes, that's not a meal. He we, would,
3: we made pizza um, oh, my mom when made I pizza. got a little older.
2: My mom made some great
3: homemade pizza. See, I don't remember my
1: mom ever making pizza, the frosting pizza. We'd get
3: those Chef Boyardee boxes. Yeah, you know, they had the she little... did hers
2: from scratch, and I remember she worked her ass off. I mean, it was she put in a lot of. it she was She makes
3: a hell of a pizza. It was she good. Really does make a good pizza. Yeah,
2: good homemade pizza, if it's done the right way, yeah. can be
1: really good. So, but,
2: but yeah, we'll have Adam on talk about the. Well, we got Illinois game to look back at, and we got Michigan, Michigan State, and barely twenty-four tomorrow, six o'clock tip-off, mm-hmm. Fox Sports One. Yeah. And I watched Michigan State yesterday, and it's just not. there's just not a lot there right it's now. It's a game we have to win. Oh, got to win, because Michigan least. State's not very good. No. This I mean, will be a bad loss. I mean, you have to get over the fact that it's Michigan State. This is not typical Michigan State by any no. means. And I think Iowa's going to win. I just don't see – I mean, who was it yesterday they lost to, Ohio State?
3: Uh, it was um, Michigan State. No, who did Michigan State lose to? Ohio State. Yeah.
2: Uh, and I didn't even think Ohio State played that well. I thought they played okay, but Michigan State just has no connection right now on offense. They're just—they're not making shots.
3: Ohio State's playing as well as anybody oh, they in are. the conference. They, they
2: might be. Yeah, they might end up being the best. team well, They, in the they might. I mean, they're on a roll right now. They're playing real well. They don't have like a real star. They've got four or five good players though. That can—they got a number. I guess EJ Liddell is their star. Liddell's getting—he's their star. He's yeah. probably. I mean, if I had to pick my All Big Ten team right now, it's Garza, Dasumu. I'd probably go EJ Liddell, man, then maybe Travion Williams and Marcus Carr. But I'll tell you what, you know who's starting to play a lot better right now? Penn State. Yeah, they are. they won three games in the conference, and Isaiah Brockington is playing real well right now. He
3: wore us out a couple years, either last year.
2: He's playing real, but that would probably be my all Big Ten team right now. I mean, nobody from Nebraska, nobody from Michigan State. But, man, am I forgetting Michigan?
3: Yeah, uh, maybe but Michigan... Franz Wagner, maybe? Maybe, but
2: yeah, and Marcus Carr wasn't very good the other day. He would probably be the my fifth guy on my album. But to me, Travion Williams from Purdue is pretty deserving.
3: And Purdue's playing pretty darn Purdue's well, Purdue's playing too. pretty well, And they're yeah. not out of No, space. and they're
2: young. Other than Travion Williams, they have four freshmen that have been named Big Ten Freshmen of the Week this year, and they were talking about that's like, I don't think that's ever happened before. And they're all good. They're all different types of players. Purdue has a chance, and they got a good recruiting class coming in. He's got something going there right now. I thought they were going to hit a snag, but they've played well enough this year with a really young roster and Travion Williams to where, I mean, Purdue next year, and two of those freshmen are redshirt freshmen, so they'll be in their third year next year, and they're not good enough to be thinking about the NBA. They're good college players, and that's what places like Purdue, that's how they win.
3: Well, they've won as as many games as we have.
2: Yeah, and Travion Williams the other day, I watched him get like 19 and 12. I mean, obviously, you start with Garza and Desumu. Those are the two locks, and then I think sure. the other three spots... Or maybe down between five, six, seven players. But um, there's not a time. I mean, like I said, I'm nobody from Nebraska, nobody from Michigan State, EJ Liddell, I think. I mean, Nobody from Wisconsin. No, no, no nobody from Wisconsin. They just don't have anyone consistent enough. And they, they spread. Trace
3: sp- Jackson Davis, maybe? Possibly, possibly. But,
2: I mean, he would definitely be in consideration. I've just seen him miss so many shots. Well, he but, does. I mean, the other- I didn't think he played that well against Iowa, and he
3: still had 25 points yeah wow um i'm probably the only one of us who got to see the hawkeye women yesterday i
2: watched oh no 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 i was thinking of the game the other day i did not or wait did i no i did not watch it it was on btm plus. plus i watched there was a bunch of highlights on that's why i had to think for a second because they put so many highlights up of the game on twitter and what have you i mm-hmm. did see a lot of the that was a that was a game they needed to win yeah and they stomped them. minnesota's not very good no they needed well, although win. they had won three in a row, they but. had they had, but that was that would be the kind of game where if you don't get in the tournament or you don't get a first, you yes. look back at a loss like that. Yeah, but no, they took care of business and Monica Cesano is the first Hawk fanatic. Shields, play. we started that promotion with Shields this week. I picked, we picked Monica Cesano. It came down to her and Tony Cassiope. I mean, you could put Spencer Lee up there every week, sure. You know, but Monica, she had thirty-four points in their loss. And then she had, she had 57 points in two games. That's pretty impressive. So she's our first Hawk Fanatic player of the week with um, Shields now sponsoring that. We'll be doing four of those a month, and we appreciate Shields' help. And sure. When I got up today, one of the first things I did was tweet out a thank you to all of our advertisers and donors and sponsors, and that includes you clowns. I mean, you guys are part of it. And, um, hell, Captain Price. Send us <laughs> in. Send in the clowns. Could, could Hawk <laughs> Fanatic survive without you guys?
1: Uh I don't know, no probably just say no. No, we'd get on the air and just rip us. Rip you. <laughs> just rip us. <laughs> Play old hold, somebody hold that? tape some bud. Is somebody gonna answer that phone. That's this is a good. different line. Yeah. yeah. Now this is Oh, it's one. our line. Yeah. Hello. This, this is, is, line. is Hello? our line. You're Hello. on the
2: auction.
5: <laughs> Hello, Pat. This is Pat Gingrich. Do you remember me?
2: Um yeah, you um yes. Didn't your mom live down the street from me? Yeah. Yep, yeah, what's
5: up, Pat? Uh, I was going to ask you, have you talked about the Hawkeye basketball game tomorrow yet? Yes, we, uh, some, a, a little, little bit.
2: A little. What, what do you need to
5: know? I just wanted to know, what you, you think they're going to win
3: tomorrow? Yes. Yes, indeed.
2: Yes, I do. Big homer. Okay. Do you think they're going to win?
3: I'll let you go. Thanks, Pat. Wow. Thanks. Take care.
2: All right. He didn't ask for much.
3: Now, he does. He work at v He does.
2: He yeah, does. I, I know Pat. Yep, he asked for a prediction and moved on.
3: He always says hi to me when I come through.
2: He didn't really seem interested in sticking around for the nonsense. Did he? he didn't want to talk to me either. And I had no interest in suiting. did Didn't even know. If, I don't think he even knows who Captain is.
3: No, I don't think he does.
1: <laughs> this guy's um, um, one of the insurrectionists. Yeah, he got turned in by his mother. <laughs> <laughs> He's fifty. His mother's in eighties. He says w- he doesn't even vote. <laughs> so they checked. They checked on him. And he didn't vote. He hasn't voted in years.
2: <laughs> Is he living in like in his mother's basement?
1: I don't know. But she turned. I him bet in.
2: my mom and dad would have turned me in for insurrection. <laughs> you think so? I think they would have. I think they would have drawn the line at insurrection.
3: I don't believe <laughs> my parents would have. <laughs> They would have lectured me to death. <laughs> Don't said, hey, you listen, dare insurrect again. Trying to Tom. overturn
2: an election and wanting to kill politicians is
1: wrong, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Learn your lesson. What are you thinking? Now you go to the casino. <laughs> no pot smoking for a week for you, buddy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you go with us. That would have money. been cruel and, inhum- and when inhuman. Would your dad like you hanging around the college. casino? <laughs> uh, No. Uh, not really. I mean, my dad went to Vegas a few times, but his idea of gambling is he went down with a $10 bill, won enough for a cigar and a newspaper, and then went back so upstairs. So basically me. Yes.
1: So guys like
2: your dad would have killed Las Vegas. Yeah. They would not have survived if everyone was just like your dad. No. Okay. Hello? Uh,
1: hey, guys.
6: Got a question, and I, I don't know um, a lot about basketball. To be honest with you, I've never played um, organized basketball, whatsoever. Uh, the only I, I was a hockey player all the way through, and um, the only thing I see between hockey and basketball <clears throat> is you take the goalie off the ice and it's five on five, and that's the only thing I see in common with the two sports. Okay. But when I watch Iowa play basketball, how is it just they get lost playing defense, or how do I mean? If every time I hear wide-open layup underneath, or wide-open three, or whatever. How does that happen so consistently?
3: Uh, We're not the most athletic. I think that's part of it. uh, And I do think they have
2: more offensive-minded players than they do defensive-minded players. And I know Fran tries to instill defense. They work on it. I get it. But I think it's that. And I also think other than maybe Toussaint, who on this team, if you were listing their strengths, would you say defense is a strength?
3: Uh, Tony
2: Perkins is pretty good. But I haven't seen enough to know if it's legit. But I'm just saying, I think part of it, and they also play up-tempo, and when you play up-tempo and miss shots, that makes it easier to get burned in transition. I think it's a number of things. But I do think that, I mean, against Indiana and Illinois, they just weren't as athletic. I mean, Part of the reason Jordan Bohannon okay. couldn't get open or keep his guy in front of him is because the guy he was trying to do that against was just way quicker. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of my uneducated guess, but that's the best I can Plus, do. we're
3: playing zone most of the time, and unless you're just...
2: Tall and long and quick.
3: Yeah, and we're not quick enough no. to rotate over to stop the wide open three. I
2: think the hope with Iowa is that they can be a really good offensive team and a sustainable average defensive team. And if you combine that all together, you have a pretty good team. I think that's where they're at, but... That's that's the best answer we got. Does that help?
6: Yeah, man. I just because like I said, I I don't know a lot, but I watch, I watch the games, and I just think, man, when it like come to the the tournament time or postseason time, like if somebody is is off, like doesn't hit their average, or you know, if we just ain't going to flat out outscore somebody because you're going to have an off day, Mm -hmm. like this team's not going anywhere. They they might win their first game, but second game round of 32, I just, it just, Well, I just, um, You may be right. You might it, be right. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm a, ready
2: to go that far yet. We'll wait and see. There's still a lot of time left. But, yeah, I mean, I never expected this team to be great on defense.
3: So the the, yeah. Iowa, the Iowa team that ran the table in the Big Ten, 14-0, Ralph Miller's six-pack team in 1970, when they were playing Rick Mount to, to uh, Journalists asked uh, Ralph Miller, how are you going to beat Rick Mount? You know, he's going to score 30, 40 points, and all Ralph said was, we're going to outscore him. And they did, uh, like 103 to 101. Mm Mm-hmm. And Rick Mount had, I think, fifty-four points or something like that. I mean, just ridiculous.
2: Now, unfortunately, that team also lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament yes, they did. because that outscoring opponents thing can backfire.
3: Well, it didn't work, and we didn't have any answer for two seven footers either. Yeah, and it can just backfire,
2: though. Yeah. And that's what I mean. That would be my biggest concern about Iowa basketball going into the tournament is one is defense. Mm-hmm. No defense mm-hmm. is this team's biggest concern. No question. Without one question.
6: Thing, like when you, when you watch them. It just seems like, like if they can be accountable, if they can, you know, account for everybody on the court. But it always seems like um, one guy on every team they play, like has a career night against them, and that's usually the guy that's left. You know, wide open, off on the side, or now, or, or if like they go off to help her to help her double team and leave their man standing there.
2: You can also reverse that and think about how many games Iowa has won where either a Wieskamp camp or a Bohannon mm-hmm. or a Frederick got really hot and made a bunch of threes where the opposing defense their fans are saying gee what did we do on defense how did Bohanan get seven threes Why, i mean i see what you're saying i do think this will be something we got haluska coming on here in a couple of minutes we'll ask him I mean, adam's usually pretty candid about defense and he has said the same thing yeah. to us you know defense is not a strength they just need to make sure it can't be a weakness and yep. they've had some games where it's been a weakness but i think the indiana game was not about iowa's defense i think that game was more about indiana's defense i think that was the biggest factor in that game was indiana's defense yeah
6: and then that- didn't they go like nine minutes without scoring? No, 12.
2: 12. 12. Well, they've there made free go. throws. Didn't they that. go 12 minutes yeah. without scoring a but basket? No baskets no in baskets. 12 minutes. They made free throws. Like Garza made three free throws. That's all he got in the last part of the game. So,
3: And you can't win in the Big Ten no. like that. You so, can't. But I no, we'll care. see
2: what Haluska says because we've talked to Adam about defense before. And like I said, if this team ends up falling short, my guess is it's not going to be from a lack of offense. It'll be defensive issues. Okay.
6: Um, two, two other things uh who do you who do you guys have
2: in the super Bowl Tampa Bay care? uh do you really yeah, I just have a feeling that um ten um they're gonna get pressure on Mahomes and the Eric Fisher being out and their other linemen out and I mean Brady's what he's six and three in super Bowls he just yeah. doesn't seem to lose i mean it just i mean it seems like this is a team of destiny and this is a story that's going to happen
3: I'll go the other way and uh Mahomes is young and good, and he's got a lot of weapons at his disposal. Oh, he does.
2: No, I'll give you that. I would not be surprised at all if Kansas City won, but I just think back to two years ago, Brady beat Mahomes in Kansas City with a great fourth-quarter comeback and then went on to win another Super Bowl. I mean, this it's just, true. I mean, he's just incredible. I mean, the fact that they're in the Super Bowl again. They won seven games last year, Tampa Bay did. With all basically the same players. I mean, Tristan Worf has been a nice addition, but they won seven games and now they're in the Super Bowl. And gee, he just happens to be the quarterback. I don't think that's amazing. It's amazing. But if you had to ask me, I'd like to probably see Kansas City win. They got a few more Iowa guys on their team than Tampa. I mean, they got um, Hitchens and Neiman. Tampa Bay just has um, Worf right now, right? Yeah. I think so. But, no, my guess is it's gonna, I've, I've been two for two on predicting Tampa Bay victories. I'm going to go for a 3-3. Three three. I'm going to pick Tampa Bay 34-31. to 31.
6: All right. And then um, how is uh, – next question, I, and then I'll hang up. Uh, Illinois, the University of Illinois, I mean, last I've ever heard about them, like the money situation with the university or even the state of Illinois and blah, blah, blah. How in the heck are they –
3: starting a Division One hockey team? It's a good question. How, how do they afford
2: that? Oh, wait, I did forget about Anthony Nilsson. He plays for the oh, Bucs, yeah. too. Yes so, eh, so, from an Iowa point of view, then I guess it can be... My nephew just sent me that. Thank you, Frankie. I've, um, oh, as far as... Well, I don't know. That's a good question, because Iowa has clearly made it sound like they're not interested because of the financial thing. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have the answer for that. And they also are paying Brett Bielen how much? Four or five million? But I think more? four. There's yeah, where there's a will, there seems to be a way with money.
6: I just I just was wondering because I always you know I always think about I think it'd be cool I think it'd be awesome if Iowa did get a team and uh, I know there's like other big teams that are starting it and I just thought. Illinois, how in the hell are they? I, how do you think
2: that would go over now if Iowa launched a men's hockey team after cutting four?
6: I don't <laughs> it know. Go. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. I know.
3: It wouldn't I just, go well. I know what you're
2: saying, though. I mean, there's a lot of people that would love to see a hockey team. But
3: here. we have the arena now in yeah, Coralville. Yeah, they do. So. Well,
6: all right, guys. All right, man. Hey, thanks, hey, thanks for, for, for calling call. as usual. Yep.
2: Take care. Yeah, I forgot about
1: Anthony Nelson. He's actually, I mean, he plays defensive end. I, I didn't remember him either. But I think I, I'll go Kansas City.
2: Okay, so two to one. I'm the I'm the outlier. You're
1: the outlier. Yeah. Uh, here's teenage heartthrob Adam Haleska. <laughs> teenage heartthrob.
3: All right, Adam.
2: I want to start. I <laughs> Everything's you... relative, Adam. <laughs> Adam, I'm going to start. I'm going to put you on the spot right out of the gate. All right, you ready? I'm ready. You drive. You, let's say you and Ed Horton are on different teams. You drive to the basket and he fouls you really hard, and it just gets it gets out of hand. Who wins in a fight between you and Ed Horton on the court? Ed <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to have a little fun with that answer, but I guess uh, okay. Well, all right, that didn't go anywhere. Nah, You're not even. Hey,
7: I would have fought. I would have fought, but
2: uh, you never in any fights, depends. though, did you?
7: I, he would destroy me.
2: I don't remember you ever really even getting into any. Did you ever come close to getting into blows with anybody on the basketball court?
7: No, we were we were too not. I mean, in that regard, I mean, I I didn't. We get into it like like at practice and stuff, but in front of the cameras and TV, okay. and half the time too, you don't you're not going to get a call back. That's why it's always no. You're, right, you're right. okay to kind of plead your case, but I'd rather be the nice guy and you know get up and shoot free throws or whatever kind or of or beat him with
2: a three or something like that. I get you, and I don't want our listeners to think that Ed was just throwing haymakers and headbutting people on the court. I mean, but he did <laughs> he did bring he wasn't a, afraid to. Either. Oh no, I mean I mean well. Did you hear? Did you listen to our interview with him? On that was Friday, right, yeah,
7: yeah um he I didn't I, I was in a meeting on Friday, and uh, I wish I, I might go back and listen to that. Well, then, uh, what you do on. is just
2: if you get on, just skip the first ninety minutes of dysfunctional drifting. He comes on at ten thirty <laughs> just make it easier on yourself and it was interesting. It was a fun interview, and we asked him about the toughness factor, and he just what was the term he used, Tom, that he was jailed out
3: uh, jailed out, or
2: what he basically said that he grew up in a rough environment his dad was gone and, his,
3: and he he came in a man
2: he said he basically just came in a man and nothing intimidated him and that's how he no, played I, on and that's how I he remember. played on the court i
3: mean even my dad
7: talked about him i was younger when he played but I mean, Ed Horton was a dude you didn't want to mess with. Exactly. I don't think on the court or even off the court. No. I mean, you you were around in Iowa City when he was running around town. I (laughs) I don't think anybody would mess with him. No. You
2: well, some tried. Some tried. Especially if you were a wrestler. (laughs) Yeah, and we didn't have. I
7: heard heard those stories.
2: We didn't ask him about it because that's not fair to spring that question on him without giving him a heads up. We. But boy,
3: I've had a lot of people say, "Why didn't you ask him about the wrestlers?"
2: Because, and you know where I'm coming from.
3: Yeah. I think we need to
2: give. I think that's the kind of thing we need to say to Ed. Would you ever be interested in talking about this, maybe even in a joking manner. Nobody got arrested or whatever, but you also got to remember, he's got a 12-year-old son. He may not want his son to hear yeah. stuff like that. I, I don't That's know. True. But no, I had he's a couple people. He's got a
7: little pride in it, though. He's got a good reputation around here. Oh, being I, that, yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does.
2: But he, um, but um oh, I've heard that. I know two or three people that actually witnessed one of them, so it's not a matter of did or did it not happen. It happened, and it happened, and they just said that Eddie was just landing haymakers, not throwing them, but landing them.
3: Isn't he like 6'8", two fifty?
2: Six eight about two thirty five, two forty. But there's all you know, there's a lot of guys who are six eight, two thirty that play college basketball. He was just Ed Horton. And like he said, he just he was tough. I mean, he had to grow up in a hurry. He had to be a man in a hurry. And you know, it's unfortunate that the basketball team and the wrestlers were fighting, but um, you know, I guess there could be worse things in life and it you know, nobody got arrested. So did you guys ever fight with the wrestlers when you were here, Adam?
3: No, we were all we were all pretty good friends with them. So huh. okay. no fights with us.
2: Okay. So yeah, that was but the those...
3: field hockey teams, you ever spar yeah. with them? <laughs> Everybody was really I mean, to be honest with you, you know, we have uh, I don't know if
7: this changes it, but you got the academic learning center. I mean, we were incorporated so much with each other throughout the Yeah, that the day. probably helps. Yes. We're that probably helps and yeah. You know, yeah, it is. We're always interacting with one another, so everybody's pretty tight.
2: So, Adam, you've heard the stories though about Ed and the
7: wrestlers. Oh yeah. That's I mean, why, it, when you asked me that question, it, was it? I didn't even have to even think about it. I just told you. Uh-huh. Ed, no, no doubt.
2: Yeah, no. It's. I mean, it's an Iowa City. I don't want to call it an urban legend because it's true. I yeah. mean, it, it, it happened. <laughs> That's right. We got
1: <laughs> a we got a phone call. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe it's
2: Ed.
5: Maybe it is.
1: <laughs> Hello.
5: Hi, good morning. Morning. Hey. Um, I was just hoping to ask Adam if with uh, Bohannon not making any, any shots, um, don't you think you'd, you'd like to see a little bit more like full-court pressure with the, the quickness and the guards that we, we could bring in to, to spell them? I mean, it didn't seem like we pressured Illinois at all. And, I mean, if they blow by us on the press, it wouldn't be any different than our half-court defense, I think.
2: Adam? Fair question.
7: Yeah, fair question. Uh, you know, when when he's not hitting shots, too, sometimes that dictates. I feel like our flow. You know, yes. as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it being on a, on the road. Uh, you've got CJ out. You know Perkins. I thought he came in and did a really good I job. Too. I Houston did too. came in and, and gave us some good minutes. I mean, but there again, like Perkins is he hasn't played a lot of minutes uh, this year. So kind of what we saw. I, you know, I'm not knowing how much uh, confidence Fran has. I think that game we were in it until about three minutes to go. There was a couple big plays yeah. that happened.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: We could have easily it came out on the other side of this thing and been like, you know, hey, even though they shot incredibly well, fifty percent from the field, forty-two percent from three, you know, made almost eighty-three of their, percent of their free throw attempts. They're fourteen and seventeen. We still could have walked out of there winning that yeah. game. You're right. And I didn't think we played entirely well, but I agree. I mean, we've got the capability, and this is you know, this is why Fran gets paid the big bucks and his staff. The there is some interesting lineups we could put out there and you know bohannon being a fifth year senior they got a lot of trust in him to run this team and you know so far we've yeah. had a, a really strong part to the season but um i'm with you i mean we could do some things to try to shake it up illinois was just playing extremely well and i, I think once again were, listen to their pre you know their interviews we have a huge target on our back mm-hmm. there's a rivalry that's there last year and the year before i mean there's been some scuffles on the floor this was going to be – I mean, there was more to this game than I think that, the, you know, anybody saw from just watching the game. I mean, these two were battling, and Illinois wanted to take us out.
5: Yeah. Um, I, it just seems like we go big all the time with, you know, Keegan and Patrick and Garza and Nungi all in at the same time some, sometimes. I just don't get why don't we don't try to go small and quick.
2: Well, I think – can I say so? I think part of the reason Toussaint hasn't played more – and Adam, I'd love to get your – I don't think Fran trusts his perimeter shot right now, and when or, and when he's out there, they sag so much in, and that changes their spacing.
3: And especially if Connor's in at the same time. And if time. Connor's in
2: at the same time and they don't have Frederick playing, it's a lot easier for them to defend because Iowa doesn't become near the three. I think Toussaint would be playing more if he was making threes. Adam, do you agree with that?
7: Yeah, I think so, too. I think sometimes, too, when he comes in, um, he, he's very fast, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the one time he came in and spun and – you know, ends up kinda of tripping over whether it's his foot or the mm-hmm. defender's foot. Mm-hmm. He's he's very he, I mean, he comes in, he's a uh, hundred miles an hour ready to go. And I agree that that's great. You can what I would say too for a guy like Joe Tuscan is, hey, pick up a guy full court, kinda of like what the caller's saying, have him expend energy on a guy like Fraser who's who's killing us right now, right? When he's yeah. scoring twenty four points and, you know, put him on him and just wear him out. But there again, not knowing what our coaches are seeing on film or what their philosophy is we really were in kind of protect mode. You know, we go to that zone to protect. We go to that zone to, I don't know if it's to give us a little bit of rest on uh, on that end of the court. I, I, I don't know. But I do think we've got guys that can get up and pressure. Perkins, Toussaint, you know, even Ungie, I thought he did some great things. Yes, on, he did. Uh, on his, defense, you know, yeah. On, yep. on Cockburn. I mean, he was he was all over him and able to get that ball and make some, some nice plays. We've got the guys to do it. I just don't know why, you know, um, you know, you could say a little bit of foul stuff with Garza. We went into kind of protect mode, and, and those guys still just ate us up uh, from the perimeter. righty.
5: well, okay, thanks,
7: thanks, guys. Yeah, Appreciate thanks for call. the call. Yeah. yeah, great points, though. He, he, you know, there are, we there's a lot we can do. I mean, we got a very interesting bench, and we've said that all along. That can be a great positive. But um, you know, playing on the road and having one of your starters out, at, I'm just I'm sure he's not going to want to change things up too much. Uh, especially in a game where I thought we really had a shot to win it until about three minutes.
2: And But don't you also worry? I mean, Bohannon's a fifth-year senior. He's one of the most accomplished players in program history statistically-wise. Yep, to take him out S-S- and, to, um, just, and to, to be benching him, to me, could disrupt chemistry, could make him – Fran's in a tough situation. I mean, I really think he is because – Um. The, I mean, Adam, I've just never seen a player – I mean, you're in this group. I mean, you're one of the more statistically accomplished players. You never had games where you did nothing, even when you started. This is what's different about Bohannon. I'm not knocking him, but I've never seen a player who's going to end up being one of the all-time leaders in scoring, all-time leader in three-point goals, assist, who has a a bunch of games where – just does absolutely nothing. I mean, it's hard. How do you, explain? Adam? It's tough. It's a tough thing for Fran to be dealing. With. He's a star player who sometimes is not a star player. Whereas even when you struggled, or when Horner struggled, or Bruner, you guys still were able to contribute on off nights. Does that make any sense?
7: Yeah, I mean, he he still had what he was five assists. He had five and, assists, and uh, he doesn't
2: turn the ball over, but he's a defensive liability. And when he's not making three pointers, they yeah. can't. It just. You know, I mean... Well,
7: and here's the other thing, too. You know, from a point guard, and once again, they've got to respect his three-point shot. If oh, without if question. He's on, and, you know, uh, it makes it difficult for them. I mean, they've got to come out and, and guard him from the perimeter. The one thing that I'm a little disappointed in, and, and Fran could probably... I don't know he didn't say much in the in the post-press conference there, but we went 3-6 for free throws. We were in the bonus early, um, and, and we just if you think about attack mode, how much are we really attacking to get to the basket or you know, we, we really settled for a lot of threes. We ten of twenty five. We shot okay, shot well forty percent as a team, but twenty five threes and you know, um I, I think there's some times where we can get some of those guys to attack the basket a little bit more. That's not Bohannon's deal, but, you know, I I think at times um we've we've got to attack that defense a I little agree. bit. Um I agree. so three of six I mean in, in that big of a game I know we could probably say there's other reasons, and maybe they missed a couple calls or two, but that's still, I mean six free throws is not a lot of attempts in a in a 40 minute game.
2: And if people think I'm being too harsh on Bohannon, he would still be without question the player I would pick to shoot a game winning three at the end if they're down by 2 or yep. down by 1. Nope. Without question he would be That's another reason Fran leaves him in at times. I mean, he made that big three the other night at Adam and I thought, "My god, is he yep. going to make another one and put this game into overtime?" I get it. I just it's it's just a weird dynamic. I've never seen anything like this where a star player just has some nights where it's just not there. I mean, and their philosophy. Well, too, in
7: their four
8: losses, Adam. And there's some,
7: everybody's going to have bad nights, right? I had my fair share of plenty of nights where I just laid an egg. Mm-hmm. But there again, like to your credit, there's other things you can control, right? You can be a defensive stopper. You should be able to rebound and, you know, block out. Um, you know, there's, there's other things that you can do. I mean, <clears throat> it doesn't mean that you don't contribute. And I'm not saying he's not, but sometimes there, there are guys that will fall on the sword a little bit to say, hey, I've got to cancel this guy out. He's mm-hmm. been killing you know, people in the Big Ten. He's really what makes this offense go. I mean, We'd have game plans set up to say, hey, somebody's got to what – what we really need is not 20 points, but maybe you get your 10, but we've got to get you to stop you know, a guy like Frazier or DeSumo. We've got to have him. You know, we're, you're making it difficult for every possession. No, that's when we get point. tired, we're going to have somebody else come in and be right on him.
2: Well, I'll put Tom on the spot. Do you think Bohannon's capable of being a defensive stopper if his three-point shot's not falling? No, I don't either, and that's part of the problem. I think Trent Frazier was able to do it, and Fennessey was able to do it because they're quicker and more. He's advanced.
3: just yeah, Jordan's quickness is not his his thing,
7: and yeah, and that
2: has well
3: into not- his credit
7: too. Though we're doing a lot of zones, true. Yeah, no, you're right about games, that. So it's not a it's not a one to one where hey, he's getting killed every possession or there's there's blow buys. It's it's a team effort. I mean, there's for some discommunication, sure. and no. that zone is, is uh, you know, it gets it gets burned sometimes. And
2: I think part of the reason they are in zone is to make up for a lack of athleticism at times. And it's
3: not just Jordan. Oh, and
2: it's not just Jordan, no. Because we had a caller earlier, Adams, called and said, why it seems like whenever Iowa goes to zone that the opponent always gets a wide-open shot. I mean, I don't know if it's quite that simple or whatever. No. I still don't want to overreact. Yeah, they've lost back-to-back games. There's still a lot of season. I think they're going to win tomorrow. I mean – you always, you. I remember my parents always saying, hey, no matter how bad you think things are, there's always somebody else in a worse situation. And Iowa right now, too long. Look at Michigan State, Adam. I mean, I'm not saying that they cannot come out yeah, and be dangerous so, tomorrow, but they are struggling big time right now. And I'm not sure Izzo has the answers right now.
7: No, I know. He's uh, He's in a real – it's a different spot for him. They've never really had this kind of adversity. No. And they're, they're just – they're not playing well. Um to go back to your point, though, like you said, I don't think all is lost. That's a really good Illinois team. I they agree. Some losses I'm on the schedule. You. That I think this is a top ten team when they're when they're on, like they were. That's a really tough place to play, and that's a really good team uh, that was on the floor. Once again, I'll go back to about the three minute mark. Um, I thought we played a, a pretty even game, and we playing well. We didn't have Luca in there for for quite a bit because mm-hmm. of foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Right, best player in the country, in my opinion.
2: And that fourth we foul shot comes
7: down. With about three minutes to go, he hits a big three mm-hmm. in the corner. That gives us the lead. Uh, I think Grandison comes right back, hits a, a three for Illinois with about 230 left. So then they take the lead. We've got the ball, big possession. We come down. Connor comes down the court. There's a turnover. I think he's on the floor. Foul. Um, Curbelo comes down, hits two free throws. That makes it 76-72. to 72. We're still kind of in it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're right there. And then that's when we have the goaltending call where – You know, most likely we walk out of there with two points, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, 76-74 with a couple minutes to play. Um, Once again, with everything that happened in that game, we could say, hey, defense wasn't stellar. A couple guys go off, you know, for 24 and 25 points. We're right there. You know, one or Mm -hmm. two calls. Yeah. It goes a little different or a shot goes in. You know, we walk out of there, and I think we're, we're talking a way different story here Monday morning than, you know, kind of the down, depressed, you know, we didn't look great guys didn't shoot well. Um you know, once again I didn't think we played our our best game and we were right there with I agree. 2 minutes to go to to have a chance to win that game.
2: And now you just got to make sure I mean you got Michigan State and Ohio State at home. No, at Ohio, or State. Ohio State. That one's at home. Michigan State's at home. My guess is they're going to split these two games. They got to avoid losing both. I mean, I, but then the t- But if we win both, we are right
3: there. But then the games after, what are the three games after Ohio State? Uh Michigan State, Indiana, at Indiana. Those, and um... I thought you had the,
2: isn't the schedule right up there. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: I those are going to be tough. I mean, they're I mean, those, They just need to make sure over these next five games they go no worse than three and two.
3: Well, I mean, maybe Ohio State is here. I thought it was here. You, you might be right. Uh, let's see. I shouldn't. Well, here I'll look, look Rutgers. Yeah, well, Ohio State's at Rutgers. Rutgers.
7: Yeah. Ohio State's here. That's what I thought. Um, and, and then we go at Indiana and yeah, then home against Rutgers on the tenth. Yes. We, I mean, we got a lot of games here, which I think is good for us fans to. It's gonna be fun to watch, but you know, it's been kind of a weird season two where you play and then a, a week off yeah. and play again another week or eight days between. Yeah. That I mean that I've told you guys I I don't like that as a player. Uh you know, I'd rather be playing every three, four days if in a perfect world, but mm-hmm. it'll be nice. We got a good stretch here to get hot, go on a run and, and win three, four games and then I think we're once again talking about a different a different team heading into you know mid February. Well, the house... and,
3: and then after Rutgers, we're at Michigan
2: State. Okay, well with Ohio State being here, Iowa needs to win that game. Yeah, I I mean, agree. they need to win. They need to protect home court for the rest of the way because, like we know, with these losses, they're two behind Michigan in the loss column right now. Their Iowa's margin for error is shrinking as far as the regular season title, but. I like their chances of winning. I think they're going to beat Ohio State here. I really do. I think they will. I think they're going to beat Michigan State. So I'm not ready to panic yet. And, no, I, you know, no. you watch Bohannon will come back in one of these games and make seven, eight threes. That's just kind of how he <laughs> plays. That's just kind of how it is. But, Adam, don't you agree that Indiana and Illinois both deserve praise for just the way they defended him? I mean, Trent Frazier had a great game, and part of it was he just never let Jordan get loose, and the same with Rob Finnessy.
7: I mean, if if I'm playing Iowa and you got a guy like Bohannon out there, and you know he can change the flow of the game, along with you know Luca obviously, but if you can take a guy like Bohannon and keep him to six points by just added pressure and you know getting a hand in his shooting pocket, and you know he's probably not going to take you off the dribble, mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I, once again I think they're starting to see he's going to get a little more pressure. So yes. whether we do some things to free him up, I've, I've said this before. I think sometimes our screening and just offense, you know. If we got to come down and get a bucket, there's things we could maybe run a little cleaner. Um, he's going to have to really step up his game to look for those open shots, and when he's open, he's got to take it. And you know, he, he's not going to be able to think twice. And I don't think Jordan's the kind of guy that will do that. But if they're going to keep pressure him like that, he can't continue to back up and run that offense. You know, further back than mm-hmm. than what he normally is. So, yeah, hopefully it'll be good for those guys watch a little film on this learn some things um but just know we we're we we're right there the whole game i thought we played well
2: no i agree no like i said there's a lot of season left and it's a lot easier to shut down jordan than it is to shut down garza to shut down garza you need to involve multiple defenders so i think d de- i think a lot of teams are just picking their poison saying okay if garza give gets garza his, 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 his 35 to 40 or whatever if we make sure that we control the number of three-pointers these guys make, they're beatable. And I think – so it'll be interesting to see what kind of adjustments Iowa makes. And I don't think Bo going to lose his confidence. I, I think he's got good confidence. And like I said, I'm curious to see how Michigan State responds tomorrow. I mean, Michigan State, I've watched them play their last two games now, and neither one have been close. I mean, they just – you have to remind yourself that it's Michigan State. They are really – They got
3: beat by 30 a couple nights ago. 30 – they scored 37 ago. points. Yeah.
2: And then last – yesterday's game wasn't near as lopsided, but it never felt like they were in this game. Did you watch any of Michigan State, Ohio State?
7: No, I didn't. Um, I, I looked at the score here at the end. It and, just was um,
2: – just never felt like they had a chance to win. Now, you do worry about complacency, but I don't think Iowa's going to be complacent. I don't think Garza will allow that. Well, we they lost their, lost they've two lost in two in games in a row, so I don't worry about a letdown at all. I think they're going to come out. and there's no mer- You know, Adam, there's no mercy in the Big Ten. Michigan State's down. You, know? you kick them when they're down, and you beat them, and get, you get rid of them.
3: I think we've got mean, a call.
7: Yeah, the, the teams we got, I mean, if we're saying that Michigan State's the, one of the, I shouldn't say easy, but one of the more winnable games on the schedule. That's crazy because just knowing what we've got ahead of us, you know, Ohio State's ranked 13th. We got Indiana, at Indiana, home against Rutgers. We got to you know play Wisconsin at Wisconsin on the 18th. That's gonna be hard. State, Ohio State again at Ohio State at Michigan, and then home against Wisconsin. It's a nasty schedule to yeah, no, you're Saturday, right. Uh, sure is. February and early March. It's uh a lot can happen. So.
3: Yes. Well, that's yeah. why we got to win some games in a row and get a little mini-roll going, or else we're not going to be in there at the end. Yeah. Hello?
9: Hi, I've got a question for Adam. Okay. Hey, Adam, um, I was curious, what would you think about Jordan Bohannon coming off the bench and uh, working against, you know, maybe the second-team guys from the opposing teams? Uh, that might help him be able to get his shot off a little better. And let uh, Toussaint start, and uh, you know show some athleticism and uh, work hard against the first teamers.
7: A good question, Adam. It's a good question. You know, as a shooter and somebody that just that's been his role is to be a starter. I don't know, especially midway through the season, if he wants to you. mess things up. I'm uh, with you. You know, the one thing that I've always said is, you know, if he comes in, and he's hot right away and gets going. I mean, that's a that's a great way to start a game. Um, I agree. It's it's something to think about, but. Uh, I've always said, you know, when I'd get done with warm-ups and shoot, and if, you know, you go through the whole, you know, national anthem and the introductions, you know, you wait around for a little bit, finally get on the court, tip. I mean, it, it could be eight, nine minutes before, you know, you've got done kind of warming up and shooting, and then you go out there to the court to get ready for the game. You know, if he sits and may not come in until the 16, you know, 15-minute mark after the first TV timeout, if he, you know, if and when, I mean, he could have sat for 15, 20 minutes
4: mm-hmm.
7: from the last time he was kind of warming up on the floor and just knowing he's a flow shooter, kind of gets streaky. Um, I don't know. I'd, that'd be something, too, to wonder, you know, how does he come in? And is he one of those kind of contributors that just comes in off the bench and is ready to start shooting? I, I don't know. I, for me, is I it always like being do out it, on the floor. You know, maybe, maybe
9: try to do it, uh, one, see how it goes and go from there.
2: Well, I think part of it would be not that the players run the team, but I think a lot of it would be how Bohannon would take to that. I'm not sure he would like that.
3: I don't think so either. And you'd also have a starting lineup with two non, basically non-scoring options in there with Connor, and teams and, would and just sag. To,
2: teams would just sag right out of the gate. Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, I get what you're get, saying, but I just think Bohannon has has done too much to be demoted. If that makes any sense, I don't think it would go over well. It does to me if that makes any sense. Well, but that doesn't the thing, mean they if can't he, even play. If he t-
7: doesn't, even if he, you know, let's say, uh, let's see, uh, keep him at start uh, as a starter, you can bring in Tucson a lot quicker. Yes, I mean, we, that's we what I was going to say. We can obviously do that and, yep. um, you know, have him come in and, and be a defensive stopper, have him come in and put a little pressure on, on that defense and, and be a driver, mm-hmm. uh, driving kick type guy. We can easily make those adjustments. It's just, you know, he hasn't, once again, we don't get to see what's going on in practice every day. Good point. And there might be a reason why he's not getting a ton of minutes. I don't know if he's turning the ball over in practice or, like you guys said, his shot's just not there and people are sagging off. There's a confidence factor. Um, you know, There's a lot of other questions out there that I just think we don't know the answer True. to. And, That's a you know, good I, point. I, I putting, he wants to win more than any of us, so I've got to think he's got the best people on the court that he thinks is going to give him the best chance to win um, game in, game out. So,
3: so
5: Okay, but, but good yeah, question. Well, thank appreciate you for it. my call. I appreciate it. You a good, good
3: question.
2: Kind of shows you, though, where fans are right now with Bohannon. Well, sure. But I just don't think he deserves to be benched. Because that essentially is kind of what that caller was saying. Yes. Him. And I just, I just don't. I think it would screw with chemistry right
3: well, now. Well, there's that faction out there oh, though, no, that have been you know, saying that. all that's, they, have a right the year.
2: To, they have a right to their – but I'm with Adam on this thing. Yep. I just think Jordan has done enough to where he deserves to be in the starting lineup. And, Adam, you know there's going to be some games this year where his shooting at the end is going to be huge. It's going to happen.
7: Yeah, well, and you're going to want him on the floor for a few different reasons, shooting, free throws. Spacing, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's, we just got to take it one game at a time and not get too crazy or, you know, if if you really do change things up and limit his touches or minutes, I mean, it could, you don't want to see it go the other way too where he totally loses confidence, so. Yeah. We know he was struggling with it already, right? He talked about it and Mm -hmm. was trying to get his mind right, had a good game or two in there, and, uh, you know, we just need to, uh, we need to have a good game out of him tomorrow.
2: No, I'm with you. And it wouldn't surprise me if Jordan came out tomorrow and made four or five threes. Now Michigan State's got good defenders. It'll be interesting to see how Izzo goes about doing this. I mean, the the danger thing with Michigan State is sooner or later they're going to come out and have a hot night and play well. You yeah, just hope it's sure. You just hope it's not tomorrow from Iowa's standpoint. So, I mean, getting off to a quick start. I mean, I might, do you expect Frederick to play tomorrow, Adam? I don't, just from my no. guess.
7: I don't. I'll be honest guys, I don't know exactly the extent of this injury. Can you maybe update me and some of the callers on all what, they've said, Frank?
2: All leg. Fran said was said, was leg lower leg injury. He has not said not said that, beyond that. And it just makes me wonder me wonder one of those stress of type things of type things trying to prevent trying to prevent stress fracture. a stress fracture. Thing. But that's, wouldn't
3: he say a foot issue and then instead of Well, you can lower have leg? stress
2: in your lower bones and your, yeah, your, yeah I mean that's, yeah. you can have them in your legs too, just, that's my concern that it's, some but no, all they've said is lower leg injury, and Fran just says he's day-to-day, and after the game the other night, he's like, guys, I'm not trying to hide anything, he's day-to-day, which, that's kind of evasive, but, I mean, no, that's all they've said, lower leg injury, but nothing more specific.
7: Yeah, and I think that's what makes it really hard to know, will he be back, will he not, when he does come back, how effective is he going to be? I it's crazy I mean they've done a pretty good job of keeping this under wraps I just remember you know injuries for other guys or you know including myself or anybody that had something it word got out hey it's a hamstring it's a Mm -hmm. you know something in the achilles or knee or whatever i mean it people got pretty specific but lower leg injury doesn't really tell us much that could be a lot of
2: different things it could be a bone injury it could be (laughs) i mean your ankle is technically part of your lower leg could be a muscle it could be yeah it could be a muscle it could be a lot of different things so my concern would be though the stress reaction thing because then those things get worse if you put pressure on them i mean so but we'll see but well adam um um we got Devin calling in in like four minutes, so should we... Do you want to do the... Do the financials now? Yeah. Yep, I'll
1: do financials, yep. All right, Adam, it was always
3: great talking to you. Appreciate your insight. Thanks so much. Yep, we'll see you.
1: Yeah, here's uh, Adam Oleska, and in 30 seconds or less, he's going to explain what's going on with the internet. And (laughs) No, I won't won't do that to you.
10: Here's Adam Oleska, Wells
1: Fargo Advisors with the markets. This kid's supposed
7: to be... Thank you. Good morning, everyone. U.S. equities are higher in early trading here Monday as investors assess economic data uh, and await another business week, uh, excuse me, another busy week of earnings reports. The Dow is rising 100 points while the S&P 500 is adding 0.6% and NASDAQ, NASDAQ is advancing 1% overall. The major averages are rebounding from their worst weekly performance since late October. Each uh, fell more than three percent last week as the perceived risk-on rally that captured markets for most of January faded amid volatility and a number of small-cap stocks and disappointing COVID-19 vaccine updates. The commodity uh, complex is in focus today with silver jumping over ten percent to $29.65 an ounce, the highest level since 2013. After the precious metal became the fastest or the latest focus for retail traders. In earnings, over 100 uh, SP 500 companies are slated to report profit tallies this week. Google Parent Alphabet and Amazon's quarterly reports on Tuesday will garner outside attention. Uh, once again, this has been Adam Haleska, Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC member SIPC. If you're in the Iowa City Coralville area, we can be reached at 319 338 3799, or you can come in and see us. Adam Haleska, Corey Urian, Ted Stolley, Scott Higgins, and Karen Jackson. We are all at 501 12th Avenue, Suite 201 in Coralville, Iowa.
3: 1-800-800 Rose. 1-800-800 Rose, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800 Rose. It's so easy. Just remember one number: 1-800-800 Rose, your FTD florist. 1-800-ROSE.
10: 800-800-ROWS 800, 800 Remember...
3: Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185
0: and schedule an appointment today. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together.
11: You see the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer.
10: Deary Ford in Iowa City.
11: That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you.
10: Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com.
11: Visit sales at soupbles.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone
1: take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental Team
11: provide superior care for your entire family. Hey everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call three nine five zero eight hundred or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted Satellite TV experts. Hi,
10: this is Bill Eichsring of the Oxyoke Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving families family-style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Axiokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Axiok family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. The
11: Oxyoke Inn. From the Hurting and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City.
4: Herteen and Stalker Jewelers, making memories
11: KCJJ weather brought to you by the Iowa City Burger Hall on the Ped Mall.
1: Here is your KCJJ forecast today. Mostly cloudy. We'll get to 29 for a high this afternoon. The wind today out of the northwest at about 5 to 15. Tonight, partly cloudy, 16. Tomorrow, partly cloudy with a high near 30. On Wednesday, partly cloudy, 36. We are keeping an eye on a system that could bring a little rain and snow by Thursday. And then it is going to get a lot colder later this week into the weekend. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable of the Mighty 16th early kcjj right
3: now it's 28 28 dot it's 28 degrees and you know i was out shoveling a little bit yesterday and the, for the second time and it wasn't particularly cold and it was 30 degrees i shoveled more yesterday maybe than i ever have in my life i mean i
2: shoveled for an hour straight it was wet and heavy yeah. and it, i was dead afterwards man i I kept reminding myself that more people in their 50s die from shoveling of heart attacks, and I luckily I made it through, but it was wet, heavy snow.
1: I was in my pajamas all day. Yeah?
2: I was, do, yeah. Did you at least look out the window while Jan was shoveling?
1: No. It, we, well, you had a hell of a day. We had a crew.
3: Hanging out in your PJs and eating soggy uh, pizza rolls. No, they weren't soggy. Did you put them in the oven? Yeah, they were in the oven. Oh,
1: well, I, then, they, then yeah, they're delicious. I didn't put them in the oven.
3: And half of them were, half of it was frozen. The other half filled no. with lava. No, it was so hot. They're all
1: filled with <laughs> lava, but they weren't frozen. No, you gotta let them cool down.
2: <laughs> what are we talking about now? Pizza, pizza rolls.
1: rolls.
3: Oh, Totino's.
1: That was yes, that was our supper last night. I don't mind pizza rolls. I don't yeah. think I've ever had them as a supper. I night.
3: haven't had them for years. I always used to like... I think I like the Geno's ones better. They're good, too, but you just got to do them in the oven. They're gross in the microwave. They're They're completely gross. gross.
4: They're
2: just soggy. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Is this Devin? Yeah. Hey, Devin. Hey, Devin. Devin. Um, This is Pat Hardy here at KCJJ in Iowa City. You got Tom Suter and Captain Steve. We really appreciate you coming on. We know you are busy. First of all, congratulations. As a Des Moines native whose mother graduated from Des Moines North in 1948, man, I I think it's great what you've accomplished. And just talk about the thrill of when Kirk Ferentz called you last Friday to offer you a scholarship, what it meant to you and to your community.
12: Oh, it meant a lot. Just being able to, you know, have that opportunity and being able to enjoy something so big, you know, especially, you know, coming from my background, being at North and everything, um you know, it's like a dream come true, you know, a uh, dream school of mine. And, and just being able to play, you know, um, a high-level football is just great. Are you
2: aware that it's been 43 years since North has produced a player going to – Mark Butts. I don't know if you've heard the name Mark Butts, but are you have you heard of his name and are you aware of that, just the history involved? He,
12: yeah, I heard a couple people talking about it. Uh, I, I don't even done my research on him, but yeah, I heard it, I heard something about it. Somebody.
2: 1978, he was a def- offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. And my brother actually went to Dowling and played against Mark Butts. They were in the same class, and then my brother came to Iowa on a football scholarship. So, no, just a lot of mem- just a lot of memories flashed in my mind when you st- when I started reading about you and kind of explain to our readers when did you started hearing from Iowa? What about September? Is that when? And then things started just kind of getting stronger <laughs> as things went along. Just kind of show tell us how that went.
12: Yeah, I've been talking to them about uh I'd say late September after I got offered by you and I, you know, and they just keeping it straightforward to me, you know, telling me, you know, uh, you know, they like me and, you know, there's a mix of guys um they are thinking about giving a scholarship to. So if they were to give it to somebody else they would just let me know and that process ended up going um longer than expected, you know, um, for months and then, you know, um uh, the last couple of weeks, they've been more a hey, um, like throwing hints out about like, oh, we're thinking about getting you. But, you know, they didn't say nothing specific. And then um, the end of Friday, you know, they just came out with it. So I'm like, you know, I was just happy, you know, being able to be picked out of, you know, the other, you know, great players that sure.
3: were
4: also mm-hmm.
12: in this situation with me.
3: So, De- Devin, um First off, was Iowa did Iowa start recruiting you as a linebacker, and then kind of as we've gone along, has shifted to running back, or uh, is it more recruiting you as an athlete?
12: Um, honestly, I mean, I don't really know. I get, I can't really tell you that. I really don't know. Um, uh, I've heard, you know, from people, and I mean, from the coach. I mean, yeah, I mean. I was recruited as a linebacker and also running back, but you know, that's just the great thing about being um dynamic, you know. Mm-hmm. Me playing two um you know, play two positions, so it just worked out of my feet.
2: Do you have a preference? Yeah, do you like offense or defense better? Oh
12: uh, no, not 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 really. I mean, I I was mostly playing um uh, linebacker for four years, so I mean, already, so I mean that's pretty much better for me personally but i mean i played running i played running back too so i mean i don't really have a preference but uh you know i always like i always, always love the defensive side of the ball
2: so Devin, have you thought about what your commitment and what your scholarship offered just kind of how it can inspire other kids younger kids that are going to go to north and just talk about that just sort of the inspiration you can be i mean just for the whole city of des moines too because not a lot of kids from the des moines public schools get power five offers have you thought about the kind of influence you might be able to have
12: I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of my teammates, um, a lot of people around the Des Moines community, you know, they hit me up, you know, asking me, uh, you know, what can I do to be like you and, you know, um, how hard was it and what goes into it, you know. So just knowing that um, I could be an inspiration to, you know, the younger people and, uh, you know, some of my teammates, you know, makes me know that I'm doing something good Mm -hmm. and, and that it's just it's a bigger deal. It's more than just for me, you know. Sure. It's 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 for everybody. You know, it's helping everybody in sure. a uh, in a way. So, you know, it's it's just, it just feels really good.
2: And how proud are you to be able to say that you're basically paying your own way to college? I mean, I imagine the relief for your mom. Mu- I mean, just the fact that you got a full ride scholarship and you're going to college for free.
12: Yeah, I mean that helps a lot. I mean, cause, you know she's already helping uh, pay for my brother. So, I mean, financially, like I told other, you know, places, it wasn't going to work financially um, if I did have to pay. So, you know, college wasn't uh, really a thing I was going to be able to afford. So just being able to not have to worry about it, you know, it's a stress relief for my family.
2: You know, the other thing that's incredible, Devin, you got this scholarship offer and you only played in two games. You guys only had two games this year. I mean, you didn't have a lot of film to show. I mean, you overcame a lot of obstacles to get this scholarship. Were you worried when you only had two games to play? Were you worried that that was going to really limit your ability to sell yourself as a recruit?
12: I mean, yeah. I mean, there's times when I'm thinking, like, um, you know, it's over. Like, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I doubted myself. I didn't think I was going to be able to get anywhere, you know, especially in my senior year. knowing, But knowing that, I have – my talent is limitless um, and not being able to showcase it because, you know, you need to push out film so Mm -hmm. coaches can see what you can do. You know, you can say whatever, but they want to see with their eyes. So so just being able to play the two games and being able to showcase what I've done in those two games. Um, And, you know, Coach Vance just being able to see that and, you know, take a – being able to take me as it was, you know, mm-hmm. he knew the situation, and obviously, you know, he liked something about it. So, you know, um, I'm just, you know, everything happens for a reason. So, you sure. know, obviously, I wish I would have played those two games, but you know, it, you know, worked out at the end.
2: So, when he called Friday, it was right before your game. Did you know that? Did the call come out of the blue? Then, when did you realize it was Kirk Ferentz? How surprised were you? Did you know that the offer was coming, or how were you caught off guard?
12: Um, well, Coach Neiman told me I was going to talk to Coach Terrence. I'm thinking, honestly, I just thought, um, I was just going to talk to Coach Ferentz and it's going to be, oh, how you been, mm-hmm. yada, yada, um, you know, just trying to learn more about me. We ended up talking for, like, 45 minutes, um, and then he ended up, you know, telling me the news, and, you know, I wasn't ready for it because, you know, at the same time, you know, this still so that situation with the other guys, so I'm... In my head, all oh, is he calling to tell me? You know, it's not going to work out, or just you know, just so much stuff going through my mind at sure. the time, and then being able to have good news, you know, it was just like, dang, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm where I, it, it was just, it was just a shocking moment, you know. I, I was speechless for the words. I mean, I was, I was speechless for words, now I really don't even know how to explain that moment. It was just. Well, it's,
2: especially. it's a cool story, it really is. Tom, do you have anything else? I mean, I mean, it's just been fun catch, talking to you, and it's going to be fun covering you here. Tom, do you have one?
3: Yeah, I was just, um, what were some of the other schools that, that were recruiting you more, and were you interested in any other schools, or was it always kind of Iowa in your heart?
12: Uh, well, my family always been Iowa fans. So I mean, I, I always had them in the back of my head, but, you know, there was other schools... But um, they wanted me to walk on, and like I said, financially it wasn't it wasn't gonna work. So, you know, you had the the Iowa State, North Dakota. Like they wanted me to walk on, and um, you know, me and my coach, you know, he knew my situation. So we, you know, before we even you know, let that go on further than what it is, you know, we just kind of like cut it off and told them uh, the situation. So um, Iowa being able to, you know. Have a scholarship left so late in the um, 2021 class was just kind of like a the pat on my shoulder, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to um, benefit me.
2: No, it's a great story, and we want to congratulate you. We can't yep. wait for you to get up here, and we appreciate your time, Devin. You know, you got to get back to school, but hey, go Polar Bears! And like I said, congratulations on a great accomplishment, and thanks for coming on.
3: Thank you so much. Oh yeah, thank you for sure. I appreciate you for having me. You bet. Take you bet. care. Good luck. What a what a neat story. Good kid. What yeah. a neat yeah. story.
2: Of sure course, is. I'm a little biased because, like I said, my mom went there. I grew up. In, I know all about North High, and they, they, you know, there's been some rough stretches for North on the playing field in a lot of different sports. They've been hurt by declining enrollment. They've been hurt by the rush to the, you mm-hmm. know, to the suburbs mm-hmm. and what have you. But this is good, and you know, he Porter will. Ins- Bears. He I love will. That. Yeah, it's a good nickname. He will inspire kids too. He'll. I mean, they look now and be like, hey, if he can do it, then maybe I can do it. Now it helps that he's 6'1", 200 pounds. I mean, you got to have. There, you know, there's got to be some stuff you're born with, too. But still, it still takes I got to work.
3: watch a chance to watch his films. Uh, as a linebacker, he looked like he had a real good nose for the ball. It's hard um, to judge.
2: He only carried 10 times, but he did have 100 yards. Yeah. And he averaged like 10 yards a carry. So, But as of now, they're recruiting him more as a running back, yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, He's yeah. going to get that. Ch- but we know with Iowa, he could end up playing strong safety. Who knows? Sure. He may get here and gain 20 pounds. They may put him an outside linebacker. Who knows? It's, yeah. I just think it's good. Got,
3: he hits hard, I'll, I'll say that. College
2: is paid for. Yeah. He's got his education paid for, and you know his mother's breathing a sigh of relief. That's oh, big, my God, yes. That's a load off anyone's back, not having to worry about expensive tuition. And anyway, when I know I'm with that. I do believe that college athletes in some ways should get paid beyond. But those scholarships still are pretty nice, too. You get a lot out of those scholarships.
3: I mean, Ann and I made good money, but still, you know, going to private our girls went to private colleges, and we had to fork out some big checks. They just sucked that money out Boy. of you, guys. They hit you hard. You know, so I can uh, imagine. You know, it'd be real tough for them. And Did they go both to go to Knox?
2: No, uh, Amy went to Drake. That's right. It's like they were both trying to find. Hey, let's try to find the most expensive schools we can go to and just destroy mom and dad financially. <laughs> Is that what it came down to?
3: They both went about two hours away from home, one in one direction and one in the other. And both cost you around forty-five thousand
2: dollars a year in tuition, right?
3: Well, they had some some grants, yeah. some grants. And and stuff. But Drake ain't cheap. No. No, and Knox isn't either. Knox ain't cheap either. No.
2: No, yeah, so. But, yeah, that's part of
3: being a parent. No, that's right. And it was, We got her done. They got her done more specifically. Yep. Hello.
13: Hi. I got a good story about Devin. Okay. When, when I worked over there with the Primetime League at North Liberty, mm-hmm. I pulled him aside one time. I said, hey, you are two rebounds short of a triple-double. So uh, he went out in his next one. He went up there and deliberately missed twice and rebounded each time, and he got his rebounds. <laughs> so he got his triple double.
3: Who are you talking about? Are, are we Devin Hilson?
13: Oh no, Devin uh, Marble. Oh, oh. oh okay, yeah, oh. all right, yeah. That
2: was Devin Hilsen we had on. That was yeah. not, but no, that's a
13: good, that's a <laughs> oh, good. I thought that sounded differently. I, I that's picked, funny. Uh, on the very end
3: of it.
2: Yeah, no, this is Devin Hilson. He's an Iowa football recruit from North High. But
3: that's a great story.
2: Kind of like Ricky Davis trying to get that extra assist for a triple (laughs) double. Remember, he threw it off the guy's back or whatever. (laughs) No, that's a good story, Karn. Thank you.
13: Yeah, and I was going to ask you, you were talking about vaccines. How do you get these vaccines? What do you do?
1: Are you uh, registered with the University of Iowa Mercy?
13: No, I don't. But my son was going to get me in there.
1: Okay. Yeah, you get a my chart, and you can get a my chart. Just go to MyChart.com, uh, dot com, I think, or dot org. And uh, I think it's dot com. And well, then they just get
13: your name in that way.
1: Get your name in that way, and then they'll notify you when to go in. And
13: okay, because I know my brother out in Ohio already has his shots. He has his first shot.
3: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, so. you should be getting yours. In the, I, what about according me? To Sometime the, this month. Some, Yeah. Probably okay. in the
13: next two well, weeks. I'm sorry I mixed up on the person. That's all right. I just happened to get in on the tail end. And I just heard the word Devin.
3: So okay. Still a great story. Yeah. Yeah. You really
1: have to, alike. All right, I Karn. Really, Karn, you really have to listen from five o'clock on. Well, I, I know. Yeah. I,
13: I had to go do something and I just got <laughs> in and let tail end and
3: No, there's I'm nothing sorry, to do. I just
13: heard the name Devin. Well, I thought, we could have oh,
2: been okay. we could have been talking about Devin Ballwinkle. Yeah. We could have yeah, him well, uh, there who you
13: knows who you'd be talking there about. There you go. All <laughs> okay.
2: right. Talks, All, right.
1: Thanks, All right. Thanks,
2: Don. What about my shot? What about my vaccine?
1: Uh it just be December thirty first at eleven thirty. PM. So
2: who gets a shot first, Sammy Hagar or me? Sammy Hagar. Because of his age or because of his music? Because of age. his money. <laughs> Fall in love again.
3: Okay, Pat, would you spend, if they someone called you up and said, Pat, you can have your coronavirus vaccine today, $1,000. I ain't paying $1,000 for that. No way. Hello. Just Checking. Hey,
9: Pat. Yeah. I just wondered what year your mom graduated from uh, North. I'm a third-generation North High
6: graduate.
2: 1948.
6: 48. Yep. My uh, grandfather went to school at Forrest Tucker.
2: Okay. you remember Dick Camp? No. Former North High basketball coach. He coached Dallas Smith and Bob Florence and all of them. You, do you remember Bob Florence? Sorry, no. Okay, Bob Florence was a great basketball player at Des Moines North. He went to UNLV back in the early 70s, and he was a great player at UNLV. Dallas Smith was a seven-foot center who went to West Texas State. North High used to be great in basketball, but we're talking late 60s, early 70s. So, yeah, no, this Devin story really hit home with me. I got a lot of personal connections, and that's why we went, I wanted him, wanted him on. It was neat talking to him. Nice kid. Because you know, sir, I mean, what he's done is so rare for North High. True, true. It's a neat story. When, uh,
9: when I went there, North hadn't won a football game
2: in many years. Yeah. Well, North had many years where it didn't win a football game. I mean, that's why this is quite an accomplishment, and hopefully he can motivate kids, and you know, maybe this will kind of inspire other kids and help them build the program.
4: True. Yep. Well, great. Okay, thanks.
1: thanks. Hey, thank you. I thought when he said, uh, ask what, when your mother graduated, he was going to tell you he was your father. <laughs>
2: No, I know who my father was. My father was three years ahead of my... my let's see, my dad graduated in 45, so my dad was kind of a cradle robber. He was kind of like the Rolling Stones. He was a senior when my mom was a freshman. What the hell?
1: Jan was a year ahead of me.
2: Um, well, you're nothing like the Rolling Stones. You're the anti-Rolling Stone.
1: Yeah, she robbed the cradle.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jan robbed the cradle, and look what she got. <laughs> Man, it's already ten thirty. Isn't it amazing when you get a couple guests how smoothly? This runs.
3: Uh, makes a whole end. We're all not off the rails. that No, much? we got eight minutes to go off the
2: rails. I mean, I. Don't I'm think just we're...
3: looking at the games Tuesday, and boy, this everything could look real different after Tuesday. Five of the teams that are in the mix for the champ, championship are in action. But the leader's not right, isn't this? But Michigan's the leader is week? still, still on hold. But Michigan State at Iowa. Okay. Purdue at Maryland.
2: That would be an interesting one. Yeah, I, it could be. I have a feeling Maryland's going to win that one.
3: Well, if so. God, Maryland
2: is so up and down, hot well, they, and cold. You, Who knows? You have no idea what to expect. And
3: then that. Illinois at Indiana, that should be a, a humdinger. And it would
2: not surprise me at all if Indiana won that game.
3: Nope. And then you can't take this one for granted either, Penn State at Wisconsin.
2: Oh, without question. Penn State's playing real they, well they right are. now. They really are. They're playing. I was wrong to put them together with Nebraska. They are much better than Nebraska. I think they won three of their last five games.
3: So I think I'm looking at my Tuesday evening, Michigan State at Iowa, and then the game following that on ESPN, Illinois at Indiana. That would I think I'm going to want to watch that, I'm just glad the Iowa game's at 6. Unless we lose.
2: It's just nice to have a 6
3: o'clock game for a change. If we lose, I ain't watching. Then you just just get that bottle of... I'll just do something else. Scotch? Do you drink more? I'll have some scotch. Do you drink more
2: or less win or lose? Does it have a matter? Does drinking...
3: Uh, I don't think it, no, I don't think it matters. It's going to be the
2: same amount either way.
3: Just, yeah, I mean.
2: Just be one, you're drowning the sorrows, the other ones you're just getting, just <laughs> wasted. Yeah, sure. Waste Wastoy. Completely wasted. You're not blazing up in here, waste. Yeah,
3: Ann's got to escort me to bed every night. No, <laughs> this room, Tommy. <laughs>
1: Aren't you already watching in bed? Oh. No,
3: we've been watching downstairs mostly because we got the fireplace
2: down there ooh, no, no. and a yeah. big screen and a big screen just living life just living life good.
3: Yeah, it's good. There you go. Good stuff. Weird wild stuff.
2: <laughs> we got signing day Wednesday. Um, Kirk Ferentz has a 12:30 press conference.
3: So we'll be signing what? Two guys?
2: Two guys. So, yeah, I um Oh, I also have Sasha Schmidt coming on Wednesday. She's part of the Schmidt. I got to explain this. It's the Hercules program. Um here you guys Talk, talk about. Sasha you, Schmidt for the university. Talk about what you had
3: for dinner, and I'll find it. I just did. Yeah, yeah. I had pizza rolls.
2: Okay, Tom, what'd you have?
3: Anne made a magnificent beef burgundy. Yeah, over fluffy rice, steamed yeah. green beans, <laughs> a crisp Sauvignon Blanc. Okay, Wednesday is nas- <laughs> Wednesday is
2: National Women and Girls and Sports Day. Um, Sasha Schmidt about. Herky's and Herky's Voice Podcast, let me know. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have Sasha on. She's going to talk about women's and sports. Okay. We'll have her on at 9 o'clock. I'm going to do a little research on this Herky's thing. You might want to do it, too. And, um, and then, because there's really not a lot to do signing day. I mean, there's I mean, they're,
3: they're signing No, people. there's not too much to talk about that, but that will be the day after the basketball. Yeah, game, we will definitely so talk about it. will be a fun we'll day. Have,
2: we'll have Sasha on for, like, the first 15, 20 minutes, and we'll ask her who she would um, fill Kinnick Stadium with and... And But, yeah, I, I just think this is important. I I did not realize that Wednesday is National Women and Girls in Sports Day. I think that's important, something to something to look at and recognize, so we'll yeah. do that.
1: Jan just told me we're having a Totino's boil bag of beef burgundy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
3: Actually, Schwan's used to have a real good <laughs> boiling bag of, of beef <laughs> with sauce. Yeah, real good. You know what? I
2: had a 12-ounce New York strip nice. with mushrooms and um, a salad, and a big old salad, one of those big pre-made Dole
1: salad kit things. I love those uh-huh. things
2: where they got the dressing and
1: that, and then I had a biscuit. That's what I had for dinner. We, we went to Applebee's once, uh, and Jan got some uh, pasta dish. Yeah? And, seriously. And they brought it out, and they just cut open the boil bag. It was still in the boil bag. Really?
3: <laughs> seriously. They didn't take the bag off? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Well, they probably did at the table, right? Uh, no. They served <laughs> I mean, it And Jan his, had to in a plate. open
1: it? It, it? Yeah. No. We, they cut it open, but that was it. It was still in the boil bag in the plate.
3: I can't think that that's. Uh, what they should no, do. That, no. That need,
2: My question is I don't go to Applebee's that and miss some training there. I don't I think, think Applebee's is where you go for spaghetti.
1: It wasn't spaghetti, it was some kind of chicken.
2: I mean, I can do, like, smothered chicken. Isn't Applebee's the one that had the lizard in the salad? Yes. Yeah. The lizard head? Yep. The yeah. lizard king? I can yeah. do anything. The I am Liz- the lizard king. <laughs> yeah. They could have had Jim Morrison as their spokesperson if he was still alive. Hell, <laughs> he is Because he was the lizard king. <laughs> did you guys know he was the lizard king? I did. Did you know that, Captain? Yes,
1: I'm in this business. What do you think of him as the Lizard King? I didn't think much of
3: him as anything. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to, be, to be quite truthful, what do you think Sammy
2: Hagar thinks of Jim Morrison?
3: I think he ever- uh, probably said a wasted talent. Yeah, was my Sammy Hagar's
1: pretty professional. Yeah. he is very professional. Yeah, and he, and he is a super. She nice from California? Guy. I don't know. I don't
3: Sammy remember. Hagar? Yeah. She from
2: San Francisco? or Am I, I getting I, I kinda mixed
3: kinda up with the so. tubes? Yeah. I kind of think so.
1: That he's a, Tony Bennett just came out They've known him for some time He's had uh, Alzheimer's since 26.
2: Tony Bennett has?
1: Yeah uh-huh. Isn't he, he like recorded,
2: 100? Huh? Isn't he like close to 100? He's in his he's 90s He's probably 96
1: well, Close guess. to 100 Yeah, yeah. I mean um, When he sang with Lady Gaga He could still sing No
2: you're right That wasn't that long ago No That's But sad.
1: she knew that She knew that he had it That's sad
2: very sad, we can't end mm-hmm. on a sad note. Let's go back. Let's he's talk ninety-four. About, okay, let's talk about something happy. Let's go. Um, um, the captain's bringing us down. Next thing, he's going to bring up COVID. Talk about
3: something happy. Let's see, in the middle of a Marjorie pandemic, Taylor uh, bitter cold, bitter winter. Uh, well, I liked. Uh,
1: let's talk vaccine. Yeah, let's uh, let's point this out
2: he's going to bring up Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's his new...
1: No. you
3: never
2: going to ever have her on? No. Could you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. I'd listen. God, what
3: a freaking crackpot. You
2: think you could get away with a 15-minute interview with her, Captain, without, without it becoming
1: uncivil? Somebody posted uh, because they're, you know, he got... His lawyers quit on him. Trump's lawyers uh-huh. quit on him. Somebody posted... Charles Manson carved the Swats to get in his forehead, and his lawyers stayed with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: a strong point. Well, he's got to have a defense point. team, and I'm yeah. sure he pays yeah. well. I'm sure he does. Lord yeah. knows he's. Yeah. Got, we know he's got the money from all the
2: 31 million million said that wow. he they scammed he
3: raised, from his followers. I think it
2: was CNN this morning or MSNBC said he raised 31 million during
1: that. Sequence, so that's, that'll Inserted. pay some fees. Yeah, but he usually doesn't pay us a turn. that's true. <laughs> Hello?
13: Hey, there's a video out there with Dave Mason and the Quarantines with Sammy Hagar. Check it out. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Cool. What are they singing? Okay. Hopefully they're singing We Just Disagree
13: uh, uh, instead oh, of... A Dave Mason song. Okay, and thanks. Mick Fleetwood and oh. um, Michael McDonald. Oh, Dave wow. Mason and the Quarantines. Okay, I'll Google
2: that. I'll find it out. And hopefully, okay. I love. We just disagree. I, Me too. I, I love that song, but with my luck, it'll be "Fall in Love Again." <laughs> Jesus, Christ. that's my new thing for you, Captain. When you always do your leave, now I'm going <laughs> to come back with "Fall in Love." Aren't those the right
1: words? Okay, I guess. what's better? Which song do you think's better?
2: That Asia song or Sammy Hagar? Yeah, I'm going to give Asia a slight, oh, slight, God. slight, no, slight advantage.
1: No hypocrite. Hypocrite. How you am I a hypocrite? I said that was the worst song. Well,
2: oh, that's just the prisoner of the moment. I it, said Sammy Hagar's the worst song too. That's just me getting carried away with the moment.
3: Well, you, but, you well, it's heat of the moment.
2: Heat of the moment, you know. I mean, but if you're asking me to pick, I would give, I would give the Asian one just a slight advantage over Sammy Hagar, okay. slight. You know, and then what I would do is then I'd after listening, I would come home like I did the other day and turn on Pink Floyd Final Cut as loud as I can and then I smash my head against the wall like 10 times and that's sort of a cleansing procedure for me after I leave here. Does that make sense?
1: And you can't come in because of a concussion. It cleans my soul, is what I'm saying. You got a concussion? No, I'd
2: come in with a concussion. I, I mean, you guys don't have any. Oh, I, you're not like the NFL. Yeah. You expect us here with concussion. Oh, right? they
1: don't
3: have a problem with no, no. Guys.
2: You don't care about CTEs or anything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that'll make it more fun when you go off the rails. There you go. There you go. Today we really didn't go off. Not,
2: not much. No, and I, it, that was nice not much. that we, you know, and I was nice of Adam to take some phone calls, and because um, yeah, no callers are always welcome. I mean. As Long as you know, we do expect to be a certain decorum when we have, yeah.
3: This we time. don't yeah. want any fake Ackermans yeah. talking to Adam yeah. all or falsettos, fake Dirk, <laughs> or yeah,
1: <laughs> Adam, <laughs> 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 Jesus, <laughs> we got to tell people that. <laughs> and thanks
2: to Devin for coming on. I know yeah. he's probably a little nervous, he probably hasn't done many. Radio interviews, but
3: Devin Hilson, yeah, nice kid.
2: Yep, and he will be signing with Iowa along with Michael Mislinski, who I found out his father played on the Bears with Marv Cook. Oh, his father was in the NFL, so yeah, he and Devin will be added. And then you throw in Xavier Williams, the defensive back from you and I, I believe that's 20 players, 20 new additions. Do we have another call? Yeah, this could take us somewhere.
1: Hello. <laughs>
0: Is the court the same size in Hilton as compared to Colby Hawker Arena? I'll I'll shut up and listen.
2: Goodbye. And, and where? I, so I didn't. But remember the just, remember uh, the scene in Hoosiers, Virginia? Yes, the courts are all the same size. Baskets are all ten feet high. That was Gene. That Hatton's, was a great scene. That was yeah. a good scene. I love that movie. Barbara Hershey. is a, a good... Just a bitch to him at the beginning and at the end. They're they're in probably. She's hot. Yeah. But wasn't she a bitch to him at the beginning? She was yeah. mean. Yeah. Mean, judgmental. She didn't give him a chance. Yeah. And by the end, he's working her. You know? I mean, that's... But no, I like that movie. I did too. That was a good movie. That's, that, that's one of the sports movies I can turn on. And of course, I killed two hours... The Fugitive happened to be on channel like 870. What do I do? I sit down and watch the entire thing for two hours and realize I just got nothing accomplished. <laughs> the Fugitive is one of those movies I can't turn it off. It's just... I just there's just something about that movie. And you guys like The Fugitive, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. I just...
3: I mean, if I... I don't scroll. I I scroll. am looking for something usually. Oh, I scroll
2: all the time. I'm always scrolling. Because I never know what's on. I don't follow it. I mean, I just am always
1: whatever. Because
3: usually that would be commercial TV and I'm not... See, I might
1: have to get HBO
3: for HBO Max because... Oh, boy, there's another story. I think HBO's... Supposed to have... Okay. I have subscribed to HBO for 20 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get free HBO Max. Right. Yeah. Okay. We tried to sign up for it last night. Yeah. And it took an hour and a half, and it's we're still not signed up. They sent us six different passwords. Go to your TV, and and we're still not. We still can't access.
1: And you call Directv.
3: There's no phone number to call. Yes, Wait, there is. It's online. You have to do online. All online. Well, there's. I didn't see any numbers.
2: HBO's overrated. I I have it and pay mm. for it. I mean, well, I yeah. want
1: to see the uh, Sopranos uh, prequel.
2: I watch Bill Maher.
1: Is that going to be on HBO Max? Yeah.
2: Do you ever watch Bill Maher?
1: No. No.
3: I don't have HBO now.
2: I, I've, I've t- I would take you for somebody who would watch Bill Maher. He's, it's,
3: I've seen it a few times. Yeah, I mean it's good. It's, 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 it's
2: funny. I mean he's his own self. He hates Trump, but he's hardly a. I wouldn't call him a libtard dildo. He.
3: I, I don't watch. I don't like political commentary. I just. I don't like. It. I like whether it whether I agree with it or not. I like I just it if it's like it. funny.
2: I like it if it's funny. Hello.
0: Oh, hey! You guys are the entertainment trivia gods. Uh, did the guy that played uh, Jimmy Chitwood? Did he ever do anything else in any other movie? I love the line where he says, "I think it's about time for me to start playing some ball." That is a
2: good line. You know, he's—it wasn't his name, like Adrian Vovokas or something like that. And I, I don't think he ever.
3: I don't remember seeing him in other things, but he probably has. Captain been.
2: Google him. And I want to see how close I was to his name. I know his last name was like Vovokas or something like that, and I don't recall him. Doing anything major, but I also don't recall that being his. Now, remember the guy who played um Dennis Hopper's son, the guy on the team, the bat? I can't remember. His, sure. Yeah, yeah. He also, have you ever seen Platoon?
5: Platoon, sure.
2: He was sure. Texas. David Deardorf is his name. Remember Texas' character in Platoon, who, who before they got ready to go out in the woods, he was ripping Junior, saying he's going to, something about that ugly face of yours. There
1: he Okay. Yeah. that was David yeah.
2: Dierdorf now he, he quit acting after that I thought his character in Hoosiers and his character in Platoon were so different I'm like man this guy's an incredible actor and he quit he just got out of acting right at. so Captain what does he do The, the-
1: he uh, left after Hoosiers he had a few small roles uh, one of them being Scott Thorson in uh, the TV biopic Liberace uh, then he began playing golf. Uh, as of 2010, he was working as a construction consultant.
2: So he basically got out basically of basically yeah. got out of the yeah. Business. He and David yeah. Durdorf both did yeah. So there you go. Thanks a lot, guys. You bet. Great, Thanks. Great show. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay, and yes, there is a number. Just uh, go Google uh, Direct TV phone number, and there is a number to call. Whatever happened to Sling TV? Because
3: it was bought by AT&T, and things have been effed up with those accounts for us ever since.
2: Whatever happened to Sling TV? It's, it's still, still around. There. Remember those commercials yep. with the, yeah. the couple?
3: I yeah. do not, but it's Captain, you remember those, don't you? Yeah. I liked
2: those. I thought they were funny. Yeah. That nah, never made me want to go buy Sling TV, but I thought, I thought, the, I thought they were kind of funny. So, yeah. um, trying to think. Oh, Iowa Wrestling yesterday. Pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, they're just—I mean, they. I felt bad for Nelson Brands; he lost a tough one at the very end. Um, But they won eight out of ten matches. They were dominant. Spencer Lee pinned his guy again. And right now, I mean, Penn State had their season debut. They beat Indiana twenty-four to fifteen and Northwestern twenty-nine to thirteen. Penn State's not as good as Iowa right now. No, they're not. They're, They're not. Now Iowa still has to go and out and win it and what have you. But I think right now, clearly, Iowa has the best team in wrestling. It was Tony Cassiope pinned his. Guy in the second period. It, I think the final was thirty-six to six.
3: No, we're not slated to wrestle Penn State, are we?
2: I don't have the schedule. And if
3: so, why not?
2: I, I don't know. I don't have the schedule in front of me. But they'll have Big Ten tournament, and they'll they'll and eventually they will collide with Penn State. I I don't know. I mean, I with wrestling. I mean, it's still it's just, everything's still fluid. Anyway, I mean, you just hope. To, I mean, I'm just glad that they've been able to wrestle their first three matches, and they've beaten Nebraska um let's see it was nebraska illinois and who i can't remember oh michigan state wasn't they've just they've won all three of their matches just they've outscored their opponents like 100 something to like 18 and it's not even close but no iowa wrestling is rolling right now
1: okay uh february 7th at purdue
2: what's this are we looking up wrestling
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Ohio State,
3: uh, Michigan and postponed February 7? No, we do. We wrestle Penn State. Yeah. There 12. or here? February 12th, there.
2: Okay. Yeah. We hope.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello.
13: I was just going to tell you, we wrestle Penn State February
2: 12th. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks, Karn. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, let's just hope it happens. I mean, right now, so far, so good. And, I mean, Iowa beat Penn State pretty convincingly last year. I don't think there's really any question that right now Iowa's got a better team. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to win the national championship. I no, get it. No. Upsets can happen. Injuries can happen. And upsets do happen. And COVID can happen. Yep. COVID's one thing that you have to factor That's into this. That's the stuff. wild card. Yeah, no, that is the nonstop wild card. It's always there, and it's going to be there for the foreseeable future. I mean, it is what it is, and you're just going to ha- – I mean, well, these teams have learned to live with it. They, I mean, they've been dealing with it for
3: months. And that's got to be so hard for, for these kids. You just, know, what It's I mean? got to just wear on them. It's all, I mean, even in the best of circumstances, it's, uh, it's a grind for these well, kids. Like the other
2: day I got out of my car and was driving up to hy and realized I didn't have my mask. So I had to turn around and go, I mean, it's just the new normal. I mean, I think Hi-V would let me in without a mask. They've got masks at the door. Yeah, oh, that's right, to, they do. They do they have. Do. The, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd rather have my own, to be honest with you.
3: I have three or four masks.
2: So do I. I just happen to not have one in the car at the time. But I've no, got this is a pack is just,
3: of ten on my desk. This is just. Yeah, a, I, I like to project a little better image than a ten pack. I've got my tiger. Why don't you guys my tiger get,
2: face? Why don't you guys get masks with KCJJ stuff? Do you like
3: on my it? tiger face? Yeah. You do like him? Yeah, I yeah. do too.
2: Why don't you get some KCJJ
3: masks? Uh, cost money.
2: Well, just get just do a deal, do a trade. Hey, you make us mask, and we'll mention you on the radio tomorrow. Do something like that. Oh, we could probably get one. There yeah. you go. There, I'm thinking for you, Captain. Get Ten or eleven masks. Then I can wear one to K- Hy-Vee, <laughs> and then oh, you libtard. Yeah, if you're I wear anything KCJJ, you
1: If
2: I don't wear KCJJ, they don't get recognized. <laughs> but if I have this on, oh yeah, I heard you guys this morning. You libtards. <laughs> You know, what do you say? Well, I'd say thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, yeah. for, I, I do say that some. Because a lot of people come up and say, you know, yeah. a lot of people come up and say they enjoy it and what have you. But, but no, um, thanks. You know,
3: it is, I
1: get, well, when I went uh, Friday, everybody knew it was my birthday and all this crap when, when you go out, and that makes you feel good. But it's just one person, you know, out of like 100 that could just set you off. Yeah, you, you ever notice that? That's the one you remember. <laughs> that sets you off. <laughs> hey, libtard.
3: So where did you get a ten pack of masks? Just like at Hy-Vee or something? Yeah, was,
1: yeah, we just buy. Yeah, I got like three in my car. I got one here. Do you ever wear your Michael Merrill one? I. It's no, it's uncomfortable. Is it? it kind of is. Yeah you
2: know, they're all sort of annoying. Huh? Yeah. They're all sort of
3: annoying. I got a my tiger is bigger. Huh. Which means probably letting all the so, somebody, droplets in. Somebody but, had
1: one of these uh blue masks. Yeah. Um at uh, at Delhi Mart and they had drawn a snot <laughs> coming out of the guy's nose. Ew! (laughs) I didn't even realize not to change the stuff, but I didn't
2: realize Rutgers had won at Northwestern yesterday. Yeah, sixty-four to fifty-six. So Rutgers are starting to play better now. They're starting to get on a little mini roll because they've been pretty average as of late.
3: Yeah, they're six and six. Well, they've uh, got—they don't play Tuesday.
2: Northwestern is. They're. They're tanking. They're tanking. They're in free fall. I think Northwestern and Nebraska are, are going to end up being the two worst teams in the conference again.
3: Yeah, it's looking like it. Yeah.
2: And Nebraska's supposed to come back this week, right, some point? Yes. They've been out for a while. No, but like I said, Penn State, they're starting to come on a little bit. Um, that's a game. Teams going to Penn State are going to they're gonna, they're gonna have to play well. This team's starting to play with the confidence, and they've got some veteran players. That, that big center who's been around for four years, he's playing pretty – John Hera, I believe is his name, he's playing real well right now. So they've got some veteran players contributing.
5: Hello. Hi. Uh, hey. Yeah, going to the Iowa-Illinois game the other day and that uh, review of the goaltending, I didn't know they could review that. And then uh, yesterday, and that's a new rule, I guess, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. yesterday they were showing on uh, the Big Ten Network Northwestern's only time in the tournament against Gonzaga in the second round, and the guy for Gonzaga put his hand up through the rim. and Yep, blocked it. I remember never, that. They couldn't... Re- they couldn't review it. I wonder if that rule was an outgrowth of that thing in that uh, incident. I'm like sure that probably contributed. Probably I'm
2: trying. sure that, you know, and I, that was a frustrating thing for Iowa because he did get the rebound back, but they ultimately <laughs> made the right call. It was not goaltending. Right. That's the one thing. But, yeah, no, it's still frustrating because Iowa did lose a basket on it. But, but no, I'm sure that probably did contribute to it because, you know, the rule has changed.
5: Yeah, yeah, I wasn't aware they could review it. I don't know why it takes 10 minutes to review that. I didn't understand it, it either, because yeah, I, I saw it right away, five, and you could
2: tell that he blocked it before it hit the rim, <laughs> and it just, it does. It, I don't know if they're looking at time or whatever, but I could not understand why it was taking so long.
5: Yeah, it took, I guess it was five minutes, but it's, it, it really does ruin the end of a lot of these games. Oh, now,
2: It does, yeah. It does. Yep, you're right.
5: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, thanks, so man. Appreciate Wisconsin
3: it. Wisconsin lost to Penn State, right?
2: Yes. 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 By ten. No, I watched yep. the game. It was. Yeah. And Wisconsin made a couple runs at the end, but Penn State had an answer for everything.
3: So Wisconsin's got to gets another crack at them uh, this Tuesday. So.
2: And it's in Madison, right? Yep. Yes. And they'll they'll beat them in Madison.
3: I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. Wisconsin's
2: Sean. one of those teams. Just when I think they're ready to plummet, then they win. Or just when I think they're ready uh-huh. to fly, then they sink.
1: Yep. What do you got, Captain Sean Johnson? Um, John Olympic the little gymnast? Yes. It's pregnant with her second child, and she's got COVID. Ah, oh, too she said she has a cough, a uh, sore throat, and headache.
2: Well, hell, Hunter has that every day, and he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? She'll she'll be fine. She'll be She's fine. young and vital. She can fight yeah. it, right? Doesn't yeah. Help. She has, well,
1: she's got asthma, so Ooh, that's, that's just not...
2: Man, think of everything she accomplished with asthma. That's
3: pretty impressive. No, (laughs) she's amazing.
2: Look at all the big semis that come down these roads now. You notice
3: that? That's starting to increase. And they, boy, you get people coming just barreling down this road.
2: I, I mean, and I will say, um, Napoleon up here, right way. Yeah, it's icy. It's icy. There's a part, maybe not now, but on driving in here, there was a stretch right by where those horses are and everything. Yeah. Really icy. So just be careful if you're out, out there. The Sioux Road was mostly fine. It was just this part of Napoleon. But once I got up to here and started coming down the hill, like out here, it's fine. There's nothing.
3: I worry about someone pulling out of our lane here without without looking, looking cuz if, if get you, nailed. yes oh
2: yeah yeah i always worry in these types of conditions yeah. of the person hitting me not me hitting somebody especially
3: else. with these pi- piles of snow no, and stuff it's, you know it's you gotta dangerous be out there yeah. i'm it running
2: is. out of places to put my snow i mean well, I, yeah. i'm just running out of places yeah. to put it
3: absolutely we don't
1: have any place and by the way if the city's listening 1101 brookwood they haven't uh, they haven't swept all year and it i've season. learned that that's how you
2: get in trouble somebody yeah, so many narks on you. Go that's there why, and find them. That's why I got
1: that stuff on my door. Somebody,
2: somebody must have been out walking, and they complained. I
1: don't mind when they play the music real loud or go outside and reenact reefer madness, but if they could just shovel.
2: Why don't they just stay inside to reenact reefer madness?
1: I don't know, but they. they Is it a rental? They don't. Yes. Yeah.
2: You think they're listening? I don't care. You're ready to battle, right? You're not going to step. You're not going to back down.
1: No. No, I've no. He's gonna stand his, his ground. ground. And I won't back
2: down. Back
1: down. Man, I wasn't a big fan of that <laughs> song. You just don't like any.
2: I do like the one. I like Tom Petty a lot. All right now. It's all. Free? I love that song. That's by the Free. Traveling Wilburys, right?
3: No, it's- Mean well, it's all right. Yeah, that one? that's oh, traveling. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's is. Will yeah, yeah, I love that song. Yeah. So
2: I don't hate everything that you guys like, <laughs> just some of it. No, we actually agree on some. Yeah, I mean, we do. The others, Molly put on Hey 19 the other day when I was driving. She played my request.
1: Don't do that
2: again, Molly. But you gave us permission. You're like, all right. I just don't want her to play your request. well she when i asked her about zeppelin and floyd she said i ain't playing that crap and i think she called it crap
4: (laughs)
13: hello could you imagine if pat was a dj he'd have about eight cds on the shelf (laughs) and that'd be about it a couple albums of pink floyd and then red zeppelin during a regular day yeah
2: Wow! Wow! Just firing shots. Yeah. All right, next.
3: <laughs> I'd have a few more than eight. Next up is side two from Led Zeppelin three. <laughs> Relax, grab a beer, have a bong, and let's listen to some tunes.
2: Would that get any sponsorship? You think? No. no. What if I did it on Sundays from like one to three? No. You don't think we could sell just, any sponsors? Uh-uh. No. I bet we could.
1: No, NASCAR is returning this month. NASCAR. You'd NASCAR.
2: rather hear Nat. You'd rather watch NASCAR. Or listen to me play the final cut. NASCAR. And give my thoughts on the Fletcher Memorial Home and <laughs> be careful with the axe, Eugene. And you should be. I mean, sh- what you sh- what should you be with an axe?
3: What should you be careful? Careful.
2: That's all Roger Waters yeah, is really, saying.
3: Yeah, that's all he's saying. I
2: think sometimes Roger Waters. Yeah, sometimes he deserves credit for saying the right things too. You know. He's telling you to be careful. No,
1: he's uh, now asking you to turn the axe on.
2: You think Roger Waters has gotten his vaccine? Yeah. He probably won't take a vaccine, or will he? You think he will? Oh, yeah. You think he will?
3: Yes. Speaking of axes, no, I think Molly would go to the Velisca house with me, wouldn't you, Molly?
2: Oh, I'd do that. Sure. Yeah. Would you spend the night? No. I don't know. Do they offer that there?
3: Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I what don't... about Edinburgh Manor, Molly? Would you spend the night there?
2: I'd spend the night at Valiska. What's going? what are the ghosts going to come out and kill you? That ain't you gonna
3: don't happen. know that they're not. That ain't going to happen,
2: Captain. Would you spend the night there
3: rather than spend
1: the night here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you and Hunter at the Valiska house with bad yeah. weather.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I would. Say, I. Hey, Jim. Yeah, it's Captain. Uh, <laughs> you want to spend the night, man? I may mean, actually
2: someday once we get some out. ghosts once we get out of this damn virus thing. I, that is something I wouldn't mind doing sometime. Is going checking that thing out. I never have. Too bad it's so far. Isn't it way far in western Iowa? Yeah. But you've never done it either? No. Because I think it is a tour. I think they make money off. They don't, don't you think.
3: guys go? And, uh, Southwest Iowa. Do a remote.
2: Should we do a remote from there?
3: Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I've been to both of them.
2: Is it worth it?
8: Yeah, I've been to Wisconsin and been to Edinburgh.
2: Which one's better? Which one's scarier?
8: We had more action at Edinburgh than Meliska. Yeah. To be honest.
2: Okay. When you say action, what do you mean?
8: Oh, activity, um, footsteps. Um, oh. You know, we hissed at. Um,
3: hissed at. Crashes. Oh, okay. So are you on a yeah. are you on a paranormal team?
8: Well, it's me and my wife. Hey, uh, Sue. This is John Grace. Oh, hi, John. Hey, how are you? Yeah, I live next to your brother. You know that, but um, sure. Yeah, it's just me and my wife and then my niece. Oh, neat. Yeah, um, n- n- I tell you, it's it's worth it. It was a lot of fun. But
3: and you stayed sp- stayed overnight.
8: Yeah, we stayed overnight in both places. Cool. So, so I mean, when, stayed, go- well, when we stayed in Edinburgh, it was that, that package deal you guys were offering up. I think. Uh huh. Or or it was advertised that um, oh, you could stay overnight and. And you guys are advertising it, and that's how we got to Edinburgh. But
2: so, is it kind of like a bed and breakfast with ghosts and goblins and demons? Is that kind of how they promote it?
8: <laughs> it was a very limited bed and breakfast. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right.
3: No, but it was no, it was, it was really interesting. Okay, no,
2: I wouldn't mind checking it out. I think it would be yeah. interesting. We should do a remote from there.
3: Edinburgh Manor yep. is just around Monticello. Okay, It's okay. Very, yeah. very cool, very spooky.
2: Why yes. is it? What happened yep. there? Why? I mean, we so
3: it was a. a in the same, okay. One.
2: That's right. So, okay, okay,
3: all right. Yep, it was. Oh, and it was an orphanage at one time, and yeah, um, okay,
8: but uh, yeah, we were out front. Have you ever we gone? To, and I was taking pictures of the front of it in the third photo. You can see after the second one, nothing in the window. The third one, you can see a child pulling the curtain back, playing his day.
3: Really? Oh, wow. yeah, freaky. Yeah, yeah. Have it's you ever cool been to get? Have you ever
2: been to Gettysburg?
3: Yes, yes.
2: I went there too and I didn't hear anything, but I know people say they've gone there and they've heard voices and you've seen that video, that famous video of the ghosts that were going up in mm-hmm. the woods in Gettysburg. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, this is now I'm scared. No I'm now I'm
8: We were um we were going on a on a self tour that day and um we were going up to the Eternal Flame Monument and we saw a couple of people walking in the field and we heard cannon fire in the it was a couple of rangers that they were doing artifact, you know, looking for artifacts and uh, stuff. And, okay. You know, we asked them, "Is there like a reenactment going on?" I said, "No, that's just random cannon fire. you here all day long." <laughs> wow. I mean, it was clear as day.
1: No, nah, I'm scared. <laughs> would you uh, go to Jim Morrison's house if uh, the walls were uh, vomiting?
8: <laughs> <laughs> if I had some wagers, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, guys. Great show. Right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you.
2: Thanks for calling in, Joe. <laughs> no, I'm a little creeped out. I live by myself. I don't have dogs to protect me anymore. I,
3: I've been to Gettysburg a couple times. I've been I there didn't once. hear any. I didn't hear anything either. Hello.
9: Yeah, I've been to Jim Morrison's house out in front of it, out in Laurel Canyon, and it's actually a real nice house.
3: Yeah. Is it really?
9: Uh, it's like a, a Spanish revival or a Spanish okay. colonial.
3: Are there it's still. Still some vomit piles out in front of the house? I'm just trying to picture... Well,
9: I, I, I did slip in something. I didn't... <laughs>
2: <that>. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture Jim Morrison writing, like, his mortgage check. <laughs> yeah. uh,
9: my grandfather's farm is eight miles east of Villesca.
2: Mm. Okay.
9: And, and uh, the house is on the edge of town. It's a little tiny house. And the creepy part of it is there's a little barn out back where apparently the killer sat and watched the house. Sat and, uh, and
2: watched it before he killed or after?
9: Uh, uh, before, to oh. make sure the family got home from after-church services. Okay. It was th- their four daughters and two neighbor kids. Yes. That stayed the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, the creep is, is uh, the killer covered all the mirrors in the house with cloth. And uh, the ceilings, you can see where the backstroke hit the ceiling from the axe. Wow. So, so did yeah, they- I think he's... You should go there, Pat.
2: Oh, I definitely want to go there. Don't they have a theory as to who did it?
9: Yeah, they they do. There seems to be, uh, it seems to be linked with the railroad line. Oh, yes. Uh, Yes. yes, Yeah, Yeah, because for some reason, there's, right in that time period, there's a series of unsolved murders starting on Colorado and running all the way to, I believe, Pennsylvania, and they all stemmed, you know, within, you know, hiking distance of that rail line.
4: So
2: they
9: think the guy was maybe a... You know, itinerant traveler or hobo or whatever that traveled that line and off people because there's uh, the book to read uh, about that is called The Man from the Train. Mm.
2: Okay, okay, I'll. And def- it
9: just it just came out and it talks about and Velisca is just the tip of the iceberg for that. Interesting nonsense.
2: Okay, well, hey, thanks for sharing. Appreciate it.
3: No problem. Thanks, Thanks. guys. And that hobo went from Veliska to Brit, Steve, so maybe you can ask Jan about that.
2: It's amazing where we go sometimes on this show, isn't it? (laughs) It went from Adam Holoska to Devin Helson to the Veliska Axe Murders. Hello.
4: Hello.
0: I would totally listen all night long if you did a live remote with Hardy, Hunter, and Tommy. I think that would be great.
1: All right. Ed Southern Justin. He could read them.
0: Oh, jeez, Yeah. You got to throw him in the mix, too. Yeah. <laughs> so then
3: Steve and Molly and I are off the hook. Good.
0: Oh, yeah. You guys are off the hook. Yeah. All
3: right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got our lineup all planned? Yeah. Yeah. But how, I mean,
2: how many people do they let stay in the house overnight? I'm I mean, not it's sure not a very big you'd house. you get
1: her the house and you'd hear. Pat?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, we get it right when we get into the phone rings and it's Karn. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, we love you, Karn. Should we take this
1: last one? Yes, <laughs> last call.
0: Hello. You wouldn't be able to hear Southern Justin's teeth chatter. <laughs> That's a good way to end. <laughs> no, we'll it on. on that one.
3: All right, HawkFanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.